Welcome back to the Undercut Welcome, Podcast. welcome, welcome. Test, test, test. Audio work, audio work. Test, test, test. I am Ron Burgundy, San Diego. Okay, let's get into it. I like ketchup in my veins. Does the audio work? Let's test it. Uh, I guess so. Let's try it. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. No. Stop. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Lines. I am the founder and co-host of the, the one and only, Undercut Podcast. What podcast? The Undercut Podcast. What podcast? It's the Undercut Podcast. That's what yes, I'm sir. talking about. And we are back. Uh, joining me once again today is my fellow co-host, Mark Gould. How's it going, everyone? I think they're doing lovely because they're listening to the Undercut Podcast. It's true. How can you yeah. How can you not? So It's always a good day. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It, de- it depends. <laughs> What you heard before this podcast is our test footage. We put that in purposely. We thought it was hilarious, and yeah. we will continue to do so because, of course, we are well prepared for these podcasts, and we do audio tests. Oh, oh, absolutely. We, we do the podcasts in one take. They're only in one take. We we don't edit them after. We don't no, blur it's just anything one out, straight take. Everything out. Try to be authentic. Exactly, but we need to make sure that it's not super quiet or super loud. So we do a couple tests and. For Go your, from there. They're for your enjoyment. Yeah. So today on the Undercut Podcast, we are going to be reviewing the 2020 FIA F1 Formula One F1 season. You're <laughs> darn tootin' we darn are. Darn tootin'. Uh, <laughs> Looking forward to it. Me too. I got some spicy notes I want yeah. to share with the share with the fans. We the also crowd. make notes. We're real people. Yeah. Lewis has a vegan dog. Got those out of the way right I don't know away. If you saw the other, yeah, the other day I tagged you on an Instagram post. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it was a picture of his dog. It was a picture of Lewis Hamilton's dog, and I tagged Adam, going, "Hey, does this dog eat meat?" <laughs> and I was like, "I'm pretty sure he doesn't." I heard on the Unica podcast. <laughs> but yes, we are back and sad. It's I'm sad because the season's over, but I'm happy about the friends we made along the way. <laughs> But it was, it was a good... And I'm... I, me, per, I'm not that sad. Like, oh, I'm, I'm 2020 sad. has been a shit show of a year. Yeah. Like, just around the globe. Mm-hmm. And for me, the end of the year sort of comes when the end of the F1 season comes. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, yeah, you have, like, Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa and what other ho- whatever holidays. Valentine's the, Day. Yeah, the, like the New Year's and everything in between. But that's just dead... That's just dead air. Yeah, the seasons. The year starts and begins with the F one season. Exactly. So, so I'm hopefully we have new hopes for 2021 and a potential appearance at a Canadian Grand Prix for us if they hopefully. allow us to be there. Mm-hmm. I sad that it's over, but I'm happy that it happened. Oh yeah. Oh but my God, I would not. As I'm sad that every season's over. You know, you finish the last race and you get that thought of like, okay, when's the next race? And then you're like, oh shit, it's like April. Thirteen March. weeks away. Only thirteen. Yep. 13 Sundays. I saw a post about that yesterday. 13 Sundays. That's not a lot of Sundays. No, no, 13. it's not. That's as many Sundays as we've been recording this podcast. Exactly. Is, this it, is, episode is it? No, it's not. But it's, it's episode 14? Yeah. So but we, we did some this week in F1. Yeah. In between. So we've been doing a couple podcasts. So this is, I think, week 10. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, and we are back. So let's roll that intro and let's not forget this time and get into it. <laughs> Okay, we are back. You sure, As darn, we, we sure are. We sure are. And we're darn true, as Mark was going to say again. I was going to say it again. I can't reuse it. I don't know if you know this, but we are back. And yeah. better than ever. Better than ever. So let's, yeah, let's just jump right into it. What, what a season, what a season it was. This was probably, this is 
arguably the weirdest oh for sure season in Formula One's history. Yeah. Well, Maybe not history because there's it had well we got seventy years of history and a lot of that we weren't around for yeah exactly so, so I, I can't comment too much on that but but one of the last ten years I'd say yeah one of the weirdest of any any season that I've heard of any season that I remember and I yeah. remember and have heard of a lot it's the weirdest it, it was it the best season I I don't think so no I I don't either it's I, it, by far the best season I've ever watched. I've only been a fan since about 2014, 2015 era. Yeah. So I've only seen Mercedes dominance. That's all I know. Me too. It's and I'm tired of it. Yeah, me too. Like, listen, it's cool to watch Lewis break records. Yes. But I just am so done with a one, two, and then I'm three from Max. And I'm going to talk about that in the podcast later on. Because one of my notes straight up says, finally something interesting to watch after three races in a row of just the same same shit. But this season, this was such an exciting season. And no one knew what was going to happen. You know, from 2016 was exciting because you had the championship battle and you didn't know if it was going to be Rosberg or Hamilton. It wasn't exciting in pretty much any other capacity where this one was only not exciting in the championship battle, but exciting in every other way. There were 13 podium finishers, which is the first time since like 2012, yeah. I think. Uh, there, Like, yeah, Danny Ricardo, you Renault got a podium for the first time in forever. Yeah, Danny since, Rick got two. Since the Alonso era, two podiums. Uh, is that the... No way. Since the since Fernando no, Alonso, no, 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 so, so, sorry, 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 my apologies. Yeah, um, I think it's like Rojan or something. Someone got a podium after that. Okay, because I was gonna say that's, that's ridiculous. That's the last podium I remember. <laughs> but they had a couple podiums. You had McLaren in P three. What a season from them. You had Ferrari, who just seemed almost like they couldn't be stopped after last year. They didn't win the championship because Mercedes can't be stopped. No, yeah, they, but they had a last year for had a great year. Yeah. And just going into this year, we talked about it like we'll talk about it a little more when we get into the preseason testing, but they just look slow from the beginning. Yeah. Right right from the go. And and, and they were and I had a lot of hope um after Austria mm-hmm. when Shaw finished P2 and then my hope disappeared fast. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot of hope. I saw that race, I saw that car, I saw practice qualifying, I saw Vettel. Like, yeah, I know, I know, but as a Ferrari fan, you have to be helpful, you know? Mm -hmm. But basically, this podcast, what we're going to do, we're going to review kind of the season as a... As a whole. As a whole. We're going to talk about each race briefly, if you would like to hear in-depth analyses of our races, especially only the last eight. Yeah, I think think the first one we did was Portugal, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. I think so. If you want to hear Portugal on in depth, you can check out those podcasts. But yeah, we're going to review the season. We're going to give each race a rating out of 10. And then next podcast, this is going to be into two parts. We're going to be going over our top, the top 10 races or top five or 10 races and our top five or 10 drivers and then rating each driver out of 10. Yeah. So next podcast, we'll get a little bit more in depth on each race specifically that we think are the top Ten, five or ten best. We haven't quite decided yet. Exactly. Um, We're gonna look at look at the season way more like in depth from a driver perspective and mm-hmm. how each person has performed, considering their cars and their yeah. their teams and their own skill sets as compared to every other year. And we're like gonna for a quick example, Vettel had a terrible season. Yeah, it would be like a three out of ten. Yeah, if that. But 
like from what he used to be and could continue to be going forward as compared as of like as compared to this year. I mean, not hey, great. But you heard it here first in 2021. He's going to win a race in the first eight races. Adam shaving his head if it doesn't happen. I'm not shaving my head, Mark. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll get a tattoo. It's a big face tattoo. Adam's a fat loser, just right he, across the. You forehead. shouldn't do that. I think you should get a tattoo of Sebastian Vettel on your body. Oh, like mass, like over the heart, and it's just like a massive tattoo. I was, I was thinking like middle of the back. <laughs> oh, like it, ta- like a full back, like three six-hour session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a tattoo artist and you're listening to this podcast, please DM us because I'm going to do that. Not, I'm not doing that. But I, I like. I genuinely think um, maybe a small tattoo of Sebastian Vettel's face somewhere on your there, body if it doesn't happen. There will be no tattoos on my body, Mark. I there will, already is. I will openly admit there will be no additional tattoos. Oh, come on. Of Sebastian Vettel. Oh, come on. If he, like, wins the championship next year, you know, I might get, like, a, I might get a five. I'll get, like, a five somewhere. I think it should just be a little face. No, Mark, we're not going to have this argument on the podcast because if you're listening, hi, how are you doing? How's your day going? They are wonderful listeners. Don't want to listen to us debate if I'm going to get a tattoo or not. I feel, I see, I don't know if I agree with that. I feel like they want you to get the tattoo. No, I think it's just you. I'm feeling a lot of peer pressure right now. It's not going to happen, Mark. You can get a tattoo of Sebastian. I can't. It's doesn't. a religious thing. Right. It's a diabetic thing. I'm a type 1 diabetic if you did not know. Post. He has that t- tattooed on his body, and that's why what he said was funny. Just yeah. so you also know no that. No additional tattoos. But we don't want to talk about tattoos. We want to talk about preseason testing and terrifying. Yeah. If I could sum it up in one word, it was t- it was terrifying because, you know, it was big 21 race season. None of this COVID stuff was really going on. Like, we'll, we can talk about that first as well. Like, what what a year it's been. I'm gonna just take a quick left hand turn and talk about the COVID stuff. No, please what, do. I'm. I'm. I can talk about that for hours. We won't, but we. I could. We could. What? What a year it has been with the COVID and everything. And you know, once again, just shout out to Formula One for putting on a show. Yeah. Like just seven, having a season in general. Seventeen race season. Yeah. When in the course tra- of what twenty one weeks? Yeah. And you're traveling from country to country, and there's only like there's only like ten COVID cases in that entire network of teams yeah traveling where like the nba or everything cancel the season and postpone it massively like formula one did but came back and it just in the bubble and they worked in the bubbles and stuff like that well just, but you need the reason they like postpone you need a game plan you can't, like this is so unprecedented you can't just go into this without it right yeah it started by canceling australia and everything but yeah what what a year but in preseason testing that didn't really exist. Didn't really like the, exist. The, the virus was a thing, but it wasn't the global pandemic yeah, that it is. It, it was, was like, it was stuck in like China at still at that point, and it was starting to come over to the rest of the world. But no one thought US. it was going to be. No one thought it was going to be what it was. There was like one. I remember because we live in Ontario, and there was like three, five cases. Yeah, but that was before testing was a thing. So I think there was way more. Like personally, oh, for I sure. think I had it like in January of, last, yeah. of this year. Everyone, everyone was sick at one point this year. Oh no, no, I know, I know. But what I'm saying, when I'm saying, I think I had it. I mean, everything matched up. The only thing I didn't lose was my sense of smell, smell or taste. Oh yeah, yeah, everything matched up. But granted, you couldn't just go get tested back then, so you mm-hmm. didn't know exactly. But yeah, the COVID thing—it just messed up everything. And you know, it was—it's been a you know, a terrible year, but it's been a great year for Formula One. Yeah, and we're very grateful, and it added that like that unpredictable 
element to the sport where the mm-hmm. sport hasn't had in a couple of years. It's been, you know, it's been Mercedes, Red Bull, or Ferrari, and then Red Bull, Ferrari, and third, and then everyone else. And it's been yeah. like you had you've had your top three, and then that's yeah. been it. And I think it's going to go back to that next year. I really do. Um, like, and I'm, again, I'm a hopeful Ferrari fan, but they have they have been very open about how much mm-hmm. faster they think their car is going to be next year. They've been working on their motor a lot this season. Mattia Binotto has missed races because he's been back at HQ in, in, a, in a fucking, um, oh my God. Sick leave. Yeah, sick leave. No, no, but he's been back at, like, at their, he missed a couple races because he's back at their mm-hmm. HQ in uh, Modelo. Not Modelo. <laughs> oh my God. He missed Turkey. And and he missed Bahrain. Yeah. And, then and, missed... and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So he missed a couple races. He's going to be back. I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know, but I can't see it where it's really going to be um, Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes. Who do you, what do you think? Who do you, okay, who do you think your top three is going to be then next year? It's going to be... It's going to be... I think it's going to be two... There's two paths they can take. Okay. Or that will happen. It's going to be Mercedes at the top. Yeah, obviously. guaranteed. Red Bull in second. They got Mr. Perez, which we're going to talk about later in, yeah. in depth a little bit yeah. on uh, our This Week in F1 segment. segment. Mr. Perez and Maxi Stappen. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's going to be McLaren in third. Do you? Yeah. Or it's going to be Aston Martin. I don't think it's going to be Aston. I think they're going to need a couple of years to get into, yeah. their, into their groove, like every team does. You don't often see a team come onto the mm. grid, aside from Braun in 09. But what they had their double diffuser or whatever that made that yeah, just made that them so much sick. Just made them so much faster. But you like you don't often see co- mm. like teams come in and just dominate right away. You don't. Yeah, that's a very good point. But they have they got Papa Stroll. They do. They have money now. Fork over money. They, they it's not like they have they actually have a team backing them now. They're not an independent anymore. They're not changing their engine. They're not changing anything about the team, basically, except they're getting more money and New sponsor deck. Okay, but what do you what do you think about what do you think their car is going to look like next year? Are they just going to copy Mercedes again, or I don't are know. they going to make an individual car? Because if they make an individual car, well, they're the, going to drop. The car's not really going to change from this year to next year, but it's it's how they utilize the rule changes that are happening. The floor, the rear wings changing. I think the front wings are changing as well a little bit. It's how much of that ten percent downforce. Yeah, Formula One is making the FIA is making you lose. That they're going to get back. That's going to be the game changer. And they have a good Mercedes engine. They have that. They do. So I think I think they can be a real player next year. And McLaren, I kind of take back the McLaren thing. I really want McLaren to be third. Is it going to happen? I'm not entirely sure. New engine is never a good no, sign. No, not, not in your first year. In your first year. Yeah, it's, it's great to get a Mercedes off yeah. of a Renault. Yeah. But it's never a good sign. In your first year, and I think that um, they they need a year to adjust. We've talked about this before. I agree, but the thing is, twenty twenty two is going to be a whole new ballpark for a whole bunch for everyone. That's what I'm saying. So I don't like next year. I think is it's going to be a lot of engine development for them and a mm. lot of figuring out that motor with their car and how that works. And granted, they're going to do a lot of that in the off season too. But there's only so much you can do from inside of a room in a wind tunnel. But um, yeah, I think that like I I don't think it's going to be McLaren in third next year. I think they're yeah, going to be I, a middle of the pack team. I took it back. Like fourth or fifth is something yeah. I see. But man, and I you know I've talked we talked about this before. You know Zach Brown, great guy, great guy. Was he great with Alonzo? 
No. No, but Fernando Alonso is notoriously hard to work with. Yeah, I know. And I think I think he's going to be a better fit at Renault. Yeah. Because they, all they want to do is appease him. Mm-hmm. And I don't But that's all Zach them. Brown wanted to do, and it was a fucking shit show. Sorry yeah, about the swearing. I, no, but no, it was, you're, it, was, it, was, it was a shit show. It was a shit show. But also, the, I, I think Zach Brown is a little bit tougher than uh, Cyril. Yeah. Abotil or whatever his name is. But, I know. But we need to see... We need, like the McLaren environment. If you listen to some like the team radio at the end of the season, the yo dude, and just like Carlos Sainz and Lando Norris, great friends, that energy that they bring to the team radiates. Like they're radiating that energy. And I think that's Car just going to expand with uh, Danny Ricardo. With Ricardo, because he's just w- such a personality, likable personality. Yeah, ten years of experience. Yeah, great smile. Yeah. He's a, neck and a half. Neck and a half. Everyone's <laughs> favorite driver, even if you're not. He is. Not he favorite. is. Like, yeah. my favorite driver is is Charles Leclerc um, because yeah. I just, I, the kid's just a prodigy in my he's, eyes. He's pretty good. But um, other than him, it's it's Daniel Ricciardo. He's just got such a personality. He's what a like, guy. He's the boy from Perth. Exactly. Uh, He's fun. Like, Ozzy's very own. I listened to him, like I listened to him on the Nico Rosberg podcast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really stop smiling. It was just a great. He was on a uh, Dax Shepard as well. Yeah, armchair expert. Yeah, great, great podcast. Like that was a great episode. I loved listening to that. And just a great personality. That energy that he's going to bring in is going to push. If you know anything about leadership and anything about team building and team working, you know that a good energy plus experience. And they they just sold a couple days ago a minority. A, Minority stake? Minority stake. Like a massive, a massive part of the minority stake to an American investing company. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So they got they got money. They got experience. But they should have had money anyway. They're a factory team. Yeah, but it's they have a, they have a lot of expenses. Yes. That massive facility. Yes. They were looking earlier in the year to rent out, uh, sell it to someone, and then have them do a lease back where they lease it back. Yeah. But they got money now. Experience. I think twenty twenty one is going to be uh, yeah, can be a good year. I think it's going to be an interesting di- driver dynamic though. Who do you mm-hmm. think? Who do you think is going to be their number one? Danny. Yeah, I think so. Me I th- too. I think you know Zach Brown's just going to let him duke it out, but Daniel Ricciardo's going to be faster. He is. He like Lando. Lando doesn't quite have that experience yet. Yeah. This is only a fast sophomore. As, he's fast. fast. Yeah. But twenty seventeen, he was cited as the the next Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, but he he just doesn't like he's a, he's a sophomore. This was mm-hmm. a sophomore season, exactly, and he just doesn't quite have that experience and that gusto that I think the Daniel Ricciardo has, and that's why I think he will be their number one driver next season. And I also think that um, you're going to see a dynamic shift. Well, you're obviously going to see a dynamic shift at, at uh, Ferrari, and I think it's going to become more fun because Carlos Sainz is going there, and the, he's kind of young. You don't think so, eh? No, I sorry, I was just. Uh... I was shaking my head back and forth. I really don't think so. Ferrari's not a fun. No, team. they're Mc- not. But Mc- they've always had fucking old men who just yeah. have tons of experience and aren't that much fun. Like Sebastian mm-hmm. Vettel. When I think about Sebastian Vettel, I don't think fun guy. Yeah, when I think about Fernando Alonso, I don't think fun guy. When I think about Kimi Räikkönen, I don't think fun guy. Yeah. yeah. The same thing goes with to Schumacher. The only one who I think is a little bit fun is Felipe Massa, who's been there in the last like 15 years but now they have Leclerc who's like what 22 23 yeah and young uh, yeah he's young and signs is 24 and they're mm-hmm. f- and they're they're fun so but, I, I think that might be a dynamic shift the only thing that I might think is stopping that is probably Mattia Benotto yeah but I think that Ferrari is just this 
they are just they are like Walmart. Basically, they are okay. just this massive team and they have a very set regulations and rules and kind of what the team is and what it's about and what they represent. And right. so I don't think that bringing in a new driver is really just going to make them like a McLaren where McLaren had this, it was the Ron Dennis era yeah. that you, you but that wasn't fun short. Exactly. But they, but it was working. Yeah. They were fast. They oh, And then they until 2009. Exactly. Well, they were pretty quick in 2012. Lewis yes. Hamilton was almost in almost 20 the, in 2012. Yeah, yeah. But in 2009, they had a 2013, they were dick hole of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was all right. But it wasn't terrible. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing. No, well, no, you go from 2008 of uh, yeah. a championship winning car to 2009. to 2009, where they were like middle of the pack. Yeah, that's a good point. But I just think where they were kind of forced to rebrand essentially because it wasn't working, and the Ron Dennis wasn't it didn't take as big. He's not a, a big a part of it as McLaren. No, if anything, no. Does he still have a role there? I'm gonna look that up. I'm right not there. even sure. But so they were forced to rebrand, and I just don't think Ferrari is just going to easily rebrand like that. But yeah, McLaren, I think they can get fourth or fifth. I think it might be an Aston Martin third because nothing's really going to change. It's just nothing's changing for them, just the sponsors, and they're getting more money. Yeah. So if, it depends who utilizes, but we don't know. We're going to be reviewing this on our 2021 season preview podcast coming out next March. So uh, tune in for that. Also, our podcast. He's not a part of McLaren anymore at all. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was a 25% shareholder until June 2017 when his 37-year association with the company ended. Yeah. Wild. Wild. That's what that's what I thought. But McLaren, I don't think they'll do that great next year. Understandable. Beautiful Mercedes engine in the back of that thing. But mm-hmm. I just I think they're going to need a year to adapt. And but you never know. Okay, here's, here's another question I have for you before we really get into the season. Where do we see Haas next year with their new drivers? I know they're still probably going to be closer to the back of the grid, but do you think they improve or do you think they they don't? I think Nikita Mazepin is not going to be in this car. I don't think that, but I hope. You do you, yeah. you don't think he's going to wait? You don't think he's going to have a seat? No, I hope he doesn't have a seat. I think he will have a seat. Unfortunately, we. Me, I think he's a blip in the Formula One radar. He'll be there for a year, maybe two. He's not He's not that quick. No. No one likes him. No. Like, Lance Stroll wasn't that quick either, and no one really liked him, but he... But he proved himself. He proved himself, I feel like and he's got a good personality. I like that. Like, yeah. I like him. He's... I'm proud. He's humble. Yeah. He, like, for someone who came from so much money, he's humble. I he, feel like... He does have his little, like, moments of... Like kind that. of spoiledness. Yeah, like yeah. When Perez got the win, and he's like, "Yeah, I should have got that win." <laughs> but yeah, but he, yeah, he does have moments Overall, like that, sure. But like, as a so Can- does everyone. Yeah, but as a Canadian, I'm proud to say, like, okay, yeah. like he's racing for our country. Like, it's it, I, he's had a not he hasn't really strolled, pun intended. That one's overused. To the end of the season, it was kind of a rocky road. Yeah, for him, but yeah. Perez was shining extra as well. But I still like him, and Nicholas Latifi. Not very fast, lots of money, but he's doing good. So, but uh, he's Nikita not Mazepin, doing good. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's doing okay. He's doing okay. He, he was it, the bottom of the grid every race. I know, but it could be worse. <coughs> yeah, valid, valid. He could have been like four seconds. He could have not passed the hundred and seven percent roll. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. But uh, yeah, Nikita Masman, us at the Undercut Podcast, Mark and I. It's Adam speaking. 
Huge supporter of the We Say No to Mazepin movement. Yeah, I don't like him. I didn't really, wasn't a big fan of him before, but I was like, you know what? I'll let him prove me wrong. But you do stuff like this, yep. you're an idiot. Yep. Uh, we don't support that. Uh, I want, I, you're just so, Haas, you're so dumb for taking him over Callum lot. You're so no, dumb. No, they had to. I know, I know it was a money thing, but if it just comes down to like driver skill, take lot. Oh, for sure. He's way better. But it's not It's not a driver skill world right now. It's I a, know, which it's I a, hate. I hate that. We need cash. Shmoney. But that hopefully changes when 2022 rolls around and you have a limit. Yeah. I don't think it will as much. But they need money to get to 2022. Like, they're like... Well, that's true, but that's going, only a year away. To, they don't want to be forced like the admin, right? Yeah, well, that's only a year away. Right? Exactly. I think he'll race there for a while. You think so? How yeah. Long? He's, I, don't think, I don't think he's ever going to move up. Eight years. You no, th- you're giving oh, him eight not, years at Haas. Oh, he's not. He's not leaving Haas. As long as his dad's putting in money, he's racing in that team. Unless he does something, unless Haas cuts him or his dad decides to cut him, what cut him from the team right now, which is what I think they should do and bring Callum Eilat in. He's Callum Eilat's like, a, a test driver, right? For Ferrari, yeah, yeah. that's going to be good for him. Okay, yeah, stay, stay in a team, get in a car. If Giovinazzi doesn't perform next year, he's going in that seat. If Nikita Mazepin decides to like kill someone and put it on Instagram because that's kind of his thing apparently, <laughs> and think like that's an acceptable behavior, he's going into that Haas seat. Yeah, Schumacher, Eilat in the Haas. Oh, oh, Mondeo. Oh. I don't think Schumacher's lasting that long in that Haas seat though. I don't. If Sainz doesn't perform, he's going to Ferrari. I give Sainz two years of Ferrari. Really, two years? That's what I give him. I think that unless he starts, unless he's winning championships, yeah, which I don't see happening. I think Sainz is a good driver. I don't think he's a championship winning driver. I I don't know. He's never been in a championship winning car. He was no, in Toro Rosso. Yeah, or, yeah, Toro Rosso, not Alfatari. He was in Toro Rosso. Then he went to Renault for a year, and that was like terrible. And then he yeah. went to Sign. He went to McLaren. And he was really got to express his personality. But if you told me like four years ago, I'd be like, Carlos Sainz is an amazing, great, funny personality. I'd be like, no, he's like just Carlos Sainz. Yeah, no, I agree. But I, but I just like, there's like, you, you see like these, there's a few drivers on the grid who just have it. You know what I mean? Hamilton. Hamilton. Verstappen. Verstappen. Um, Grosjean. No. Um, <laughs> Hamilton, Verstappen. A lot of people, and I tend to agree, say Charles Leclerc has it as a driver. He's still young. I tend to agree. You probably fostered that. No, it wasn't me. I read it online. It was um, uh, Martin Brundle. Mm. He he does. He's quick. He's he sh- does. He 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 completely he outdrove that car this whole yeah. year. Um, he made a couple silly mistakes, but he's young and he he needs to learn from that, and he mm. will. But he he's just like. He's he's fast. So in my opinion, on this 2020 grid, there's four drivers who stood out to me this year: Hamilton, yeah, Verstappen, uh-huh. Leclerc, yeah, and Ricardo, and Russell and Norris was fantastic as well. Yeah, I'm I'm talking. Those were the four drivers that stood out to me. I was expecting that from the oh. other ones. I think that those Hamilton like you, is obviously the best. I expected um, Hamilton to and and Hamilton and Max like yeah I I expect it, mm-hmm. but I. What Leclerc did with that car, I was very impressed. Yeah. And I know I have a bias. I say this all the time, but I still was so impressed on how he handled that car. Yeah. And the same goes for Danny Rick. That Renault's not a great car. It was a decent car. As I it, it was an all right car, but double, he, double he, podiums for the boys. So. He, yeah, it was like, but for okay, but that's what that's the thing about this year. Ferrari podiumed and they shouldn't have. Yeah, that's a good point. Three times. 
Mm-hmm. Ferrari was on the podium three different races this season. Yeah. They shouldn't have. <laughs> they were. Like, two of those were Leclerc. One of those was Leclerc completely out driving the car. The other one was the first race of the season. It was just kind of a shit show. And then um, Vettel. Exactly. A few weeks ago. Which was, that? Which was nice to see. Yeah. I, I was really happy to see him back on a podium. It was, it was as much as he's not my favorite driver on the grid. I still have the utmost respect for him, mm-hmm. and I think that he uh, he 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 needed to be back there as a confidence boost. Let's actually talk about the season. <laughs> yeah, well, we were, this was talking about the season, but yeah, let's like let's go back into the the structure, the structure yeah. of the season, and going so preseason testing. We I spoke about it briefly between before I made a hard right turn to talk about something else, but. Terrifying. That's how I described it, and it was a little scary because it was 21 race season, mm-hmm. and I thought, man, it's gonna be just a snooze. Like yeah. I thought, you know, the, the ignorance, I guess. But it was uh, 2019 was good. There was some good. There was some really good uh, races in 2019, Germany and there was some was pretty good. Canada, Hungary was good. Canada was pretty good as well. Uh, I was at Canada 2019. It was a fun race to watch. Yeah, like. Granted, again, like two Ferraris on on podiums. Exactly. Yes, but Vettel led the race the entire race. Did a dumb move, cut off Hamilton, got his five second penalty. We didn't know it was going to happen. We didn't know what the gap was going into it. Hamilton ended up winning that race because of that. But it was exactly. it was interesting. There's a lot of drama. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it was, Canada was a good race, but you know, in terms of the season, besides Germany and Canada and. Brazil was pretty good. Yeah. Not a lot of races that I was like, wow, like I can't, like, even now I'm thinking about like, these were amazing. Like, it was sort of not a forgettable season, but it was, it, that was, man, I miss watching racing in Interlagos. So it, they took everything that was exciting about 2019 in preseason testing and made it worse. It was like Ferrari was like, man, they can fight for the championship this year. No, they nope. were slow. No, nope, super and, slow. You know, you always need to take, this is the same reason I take practice sessions with a grain of salt, because you never know. Mm-mm. Like, I don't say, oh, you know, Lando Norris was on top of the, um, you know, the timing charts in FP1. He's going to win the race. It just doesn't make sense. He might have been on a qualifying sim or a different race strategy. Yeah. But, so, I didn't really believe Ferrari was that slow until the second race. Yeah, no, me neither, because they, well, like, he, they podiumed in the first race. Leclerc finished second. Yeah. Like, and I hadn't paid a ton of attention attention to the news that Ferrari was slow. It was like, yeah, they're not as good this year. And then there's the tenths and nine tenths slower. And I was just like, maybe they're sandbag. They're sandbag. In the first race, they were pretty slow. Leclerc got a podium. I'm like, ah, okay, this makes sense. This is okay. But then you know you really pay attention to the race, and yeah. they they were off the pace really. And, yeah. You know, the Rebel Ring isn't a Ferrari's the greatest. No. Track. It was amazing for them last year, but. Mm-hmm. But preseason testing, and it's something like they're going to bounce back. They're Ferrari. It's not like they're going to leave. They're not, they're going to win a. I I think they are going to win a championship in the next ten years for sure. Well, I think so. Um, I next ten. Th- I. Yeah, I think so. Five. Not ten. I agree with five. Maybe. Maybe. Three. Possibly. I I you, don't know. You never know with them. Because they have, there's a lot of years where they're up, they're up and down. Mm-hmm. Like you have like dominance eras, and like like obviously the early 2000s, the Schumacher era is the most important one. Mm-hmm. The late 70s was another one with um, Mario Andretti and uh, Nicky Lauda, exactly, and guys like that. That was another Ferrari, pretty much dominated era era. But like they go up and down. Every team does. 
<laughs> and there's no reason they've a, been in it for 70 years. This was a down. Yes. Down as hell. Yes, it was. But yeah, Ferrari was slow, and Mercedes was faster than they were last year compared yeah. to the rest oh, of the yeah. field. So it's like, okay, this is just going to be a Mercedes wash. There was. Maybe Bottas could challenge for the championship. I didn't think that. <laughs> you know, and, uh, so a little bit of a scary preseason testing. The DAS system. Yeah. That was a big talking point in the preseason test. It was insane. But it was a big talking point all year. It was a big, no, it was, I was going to make the point that it wasn't a big talking point the rest of the year. It was a, it was massive news and people thought it was going to be like this game changer. They're going to be two seconds a lap faster, win every race by a landslide. You should ban this. It's bullshit. It's illegal. It's all this stuff in preseason testing in Austria, you know, the commentators and all the news reporters and analysts were like, yeah, they won because of the DAS system during the safety car and this and this, and they did well because of this and that, but and after that, you just never really you heard about it occasionally. But I don't it was know. Never I, like, I found that like maybe like blog posts that I was reading, they were talking about it more. But mm. I I thought I came across it quite a bit, and it was a big talking point for um, George Russell in that seat. Oh yeah, well, okay. When he came into that seat, because that's like starting. It's like wow, now I have this extra thing that no one else has. Yeah. So that he wouldn't have never experienced really, besides maybe if he did a couple of private tests for Mercedes, or hopped in the sim. Before the season, something like that, but like, you know, exa- exactly. Right? But even still, I I just didn't really, because it just wasn't it wasn't like a huge game changer. It, it was a game changer, but it wasn't something that that was used so much. It was like, oh yeah, Mercedes won this race because they had the DAS system. No, it wasn't that. But nonetheless, it was scary. And Racing Point were also looking a little scary because they were. Uh, they were running the uh, W10. Yeah, they had the W10 for, you know, Williams a couple years ago or last year didn't bring a car to preseason testing for the first, like, three days. They didn't have a car. Oh, yeah. And Racing Point didn't have one this year. So, they're like, shit, what do we do? <laughs> oh, okay. And they, you know, um, Mr. Stroll calls up um, calls up Toto and he's like, hey, Toto, I need a uh, W10. Do you, have, do, you have any, Toto. do you have any cars I could borrow? And he's like, yeah, I got a couple yeah. of W10s here. He's like, sure. Let me just paint uh-huh. it pink. <laughs> it's pretty, it's, it'll give you $13 and a bag of chips I'm 73% sure that happened Yeah, like that was word for word you can trust us oh absolutely but he, he was only offered chips Yeah, <laughs> but that was a, love sweet chili Doritos oh man me too I see your bag and mm-hmm. I uh, munch it on those on the way home after oh, the podcast I, I believe it but yeah Racing Point they they had a uh, they had a W ten. They had a lot of similarities, and it was a big talking point. But then, it, and it, it was a big talking. It wasn't point. just a lot of simul- similarities. It was the same car. It was not the same car. They had a similar front wing, the same brake ducts. Similar. <laughs> it was it was essentially the same car. It was but, like it that, was the same car. Yeah. Okay. It's, it was the same. Yeah. Car. It was the same car. But that was a big talking point throughout the entire season. Maybe not towards the end. Even still, it was no, every it was podcast. If you listen to all our podcasts, which you should, uh, it, we mentioned the pink Mercedes or mm-hmm. the, yep. the Tracing Point, yeah, the the Pink Panther, whatever. Like we mentioned that a lot, but it was scary preseason testing and yeah. going into Australia, mm-hmm. which didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, it was, Mark, what are your thoughts on uh, preseason testing? Uh, pretty much the same thoughts you had. I, I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. That was when I was in a busy part of my like school. I mm. had a lot of stuff going on, so I didn't pay as much attention to it as I would in a normal year. Because um, Mark's not a big F1 fan. Okay, relax there. Settle down there, but 
But um, I no, I, I didn't as much as I normally would. I had a mm. lot of other stuff going on. But it, yeah, I have pretty much the same opinions you did. Um, I yeah, it, it's pretty much the same. Here's my question for you though. Ooh. Do you think that the other teams are now going to adopt the DAS system, uh, or are they not? Or are they not allowed to? Is it trademarked? Or, it's not trademarked. Definitely not trademarked. But it's going to be outlawed. I think it, wasn't it outlawed in 2021? Anyway, I don't know. I'll look that up. I didn't. I didn't read. I didn't see anything about that. I think they're going to draw inspiration from that. Red Bull said within the next eight months, whatever eight races, we'll have a DAS system similar. Some. <laughs> Sorry, that's my alarm. But, <laughs> Our phones are just going off right now. But I, I, I don't think it's really going to be a game changer. Like I mentioned before, it wasn't really a game changer. But I don't think it. it's not really technically. It was legal, completely legal. But I don't think the teams are going to. Uh, yeah, I just don't think they're going to copy it. All I'm seeing is our system ruled legal. It, it was ruled legal in 2020. But I don't remember if it was ruled legal. Maybe. Oh. It was ruled illegal in 2022. I, that's that's Maybe. what I think. Yeah, I, I I can't. Everything I'm seeing mm-hmm. here is posts from like February, March, May. Yeah, it. I can't. I'm not find entirely it. I can't sure. Find anything on it but from it's past not, like July. It's definitely not legal in 2022. So I don't think it makes any sense for teams to change their cars and change all of these things. When they can't even really make big changes like that, they're going to put the, their tokens and their resources towards something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. But preseason testing and then moving into Australia. And, man, it was one of the saddest days. It, like, I will never, ever, ever, ever. I will say races are boring, you know, but I will never miss a race unless it is a complete emergency. That was yeah. kind of what what I did before I barely missed races but and i will appreciate every race if mercedes is three seconds a lot faster i'm going to complain about it but i will appreciate that formula one cars are on a track because it was so sad they're going yeah, to australia I, I was devastated i was nervous when they landed in australia because i'm like man like this could be canceled and and then i saw that it was it was canceled because the Chinese Grand Prix, which was canceled, which I was okay with because I don't really care for the Chinese Grand Prix. Great track, pretty good race, but I'm just I'm just not a big fan. It just doesn't hold a special place in my heart. Yeah, no, I get that. It's but not it's not somewhere that like it was canceled, and then we had to go so long without Formula One. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I don't know what I did <laughs> until <No>. July. <laughs> like I don't know how I went that long without Formula One. It bugged me like every day, every Sunday. Yeah. Like, oh, the, and especially because F one would post or F one accounts. This was supposed to be the Bahrain Grand Prix. I'm like, give me a break. Like, I just can't. It, it was. Yeah, sad. Well, I don't know why you're like you're doing this. Why you yeah. Why you feeding into me like that? Ruining my Sundays. But <laughs> obviously, it was the right decision. And if we could go back, and I was ma- if I was in charge of making that decision, I, I would have made the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah, make the same for one. sure. Because it is important about the safety of everyone, and it gave us this like an amazing season yeah so oh, for sure you got to take the good with the bad and really appreciate the good and build off of the bad yeah absolutely yeah. so we went until july without formula one which was yeah. awful terrible and then we finally started racing i think it was july or july 5th i think was the yeah. first race of the At season the austrian grand prix mark the first of two we watched the race what well, i mean we both watched the race but what are your yeah. thoughts um this was pre-podcast 
I was excited to to watch Formula One again. That I I think I I think I I didn't pay as much attention to it as I normally would to the race just because I was so excited that Formula One was happening. Mm. The do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, from what I remember, the race was a lot of Mercedes dominance until it wasn't. They were ahead, they both of them were like ahead by thirty seconds on the rest of the grid at one point. I remember that, mm-hmm. and then they just shit the bed. Lewis Lewis's car broke. Um, well, it's the tires. Like the Mercedes cars are notoriously not great in the heat. Yeah, and it was July in Austria, and those races are usually in like May. Yeah, so noticeably hotter. Mercedes can't really deal with the heat that well and the tires suffered because of it and the DAS system was irrelevant yeah because of it sort of irrelevant still useful and yeah they struggled and that's when your red bull struggled as well because max just haven't had an engine failure and l1 yeah got punted off by lewis yes he did but yeah great it was a, such an exciting race. I was yeah. so excited for Formula One to come back on. I'm becoming a passionate fanboy right now. So excited. And I when Lando got on that podium. That was great. I was like I was I was in my room by myself, like home alone, just screaming at my laptop. I'm watching <laughs> it on my laptop and I'm just like, Go Lando. Go I'm like just having a an absolute show in my room. So I was at my house in in uh Waterloo where we mm-hmm. go to school. And we we didn't have school at the time. I just went for the weekend just to like hang out with my friends. And uh, a couple of my buddies and I woke up for the race. And yeah. I, I, my projector at the time was still working. So I put like 100 inches on my like on my room and just we just sat on, like, on my bed and watched the race in the morning. Yeah. And we ordered Eggs Benedict. And it was, just an, it was just an experience. Yeah. It's such a good time. The race was... It was uh, in the beginning of the Max Verstappen. It was kind of like, okay, whatever. Then those last laps... Last lap, Lando. The last 10 laps. That was like a yeah. trend. Yeah. That was a trend this season. Yeah. But And, and my Ferrari fanboy just freaked out when uh, Shaw finished P2. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I enjoyed that race. I enjoyed that race immensely, mostly because Formula One was back and I got to watch open wheel racing again that I wanted to watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and instead of like Formula E. Yeah. I don't like watching video games. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy those races, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's not the real thing. But Man, Austria listen, won. I've said this before in the podcast. I don't like that you can get more power of fans like you. Oh, I thought when you said video games, I thought you were talking about like when they did the not the Australian Grand Prix. Oh, no, no, no. I I, I don't those, mind that. That's that's fine. Those are I liked watching the F1 drivers actually like, like race. In, yeah, this Twitch streamers. We got like the Twitch streaming Lando and LeClaire Charles, yeah. and uh, Russell. Sean yeah, that's like, that was dominating that game. That, yeah, Russell was crazy. Yeah, that was fun for me. That was really, really fun. I don't like watching Formula E because you get boosts if you go off the racing line and you hit a speed part. It's like it's watching Mario Kart is, is what it is. Yeah, and you get and you get boosts if fans like you. You get like fifty extra horsepower if fans like you, which you can use whenever you want. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that's dumb. <laughs> I know this really doesn't do it justice, but I recently downloaded a um, Formula E mod on a set of Corsa. Just wanted to see. Got the Hong Kong E pricks. Just stupid name, but the Hong Kong E Prix, and I, it was terrible. Yeah, it's awful. But <laughs> I still don't mind Formula E. It's different and it's innovative, which is exactly the concept that Formula E is taking. Like that's the concept of Formula E and what it is, and that's the direction that they wanted to go in. And I think it's good for their niche group. I think they they 
aren't going to capture the hearts of like most hardcore. most hardcore racing fans. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like you have people who are casuals who I, I'm sure really enjoy it mm-hmm. because it's fun, it's entertaining, mm-hmm. the races are okay. But it, it's like you don't get the same like gusto, the same pedigree, the same same history, same skill, the same history you do with Formula One. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Austria Week Two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We gotta give them a rating. I thought we were doing that at the end of the show. No. We're rating the drivers at the end of the show. Ah, okay. Based on their season and then doing our top 10 drivers, our tops and flops. Next week or this week? Next, next okay. week. Okay. We, okay. We're, we're planned. Don't worry. We yeah, got yeah. structure. It was just a little bit of a miscommunication. Austria won 9 out of 10. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. yeah easy 9 out of 10. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, ten. it was a 10 out of 10 because like, the season was, it was back. But the race was pretty good. The last 10 laps were like Incredible. amazing. Lando yeah. getting the podium, Leclerc getting a P2, yeah. and Bottas winning. Like, you're like, okay, we got a championship on our hands. Like, this is exciting. Oh, absolutely. I was excited. Yeah, I, I fully agree. That's exactly where I was going with but it. But I don't think it was a crazy enough race. No, where it's it wasn't like, like a 10 out of 10. Like, nine out of 10. It wasn't a Brazil 2008 mm-hmm. of a race. Exactly. Which, in my opinion, is a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the second Austrian, the uh, the Tuscan, no, not no, the Tuscan. Tuscan no. would be Italy. Um, it's the well, the Styrian, Aust- Styrian, the Styrian Grand Prix. Kind of not too exciting, Mark. What are your thoughts on that race? It wasn't too exciting. No, it was uh, exactly what I thought. It was going to be a one-two Mercedes finish. The cars were getting, the teams were getting back to normal. The cars were getting back to normal. The drivers were settling in. Yeah. And what happened? What I thought was going to happen happened. That's all. That's pretty much all I got to say. Uh, it was a one-two for Mercedes and bought and um, Verstappen in the third. Yeah, which was <coughs> the race wasn't too exciting. Yeah, it was just a pretty typical, uh, yeah. a pretty typical race for Formula One. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to think of what really happened. I don't. I don't remember too much of it. Uh, this, it was. It was pretty basic. Yeah, it was pretty pretty basic. It was race. pretty 2017 onward basic. Mm-hmm. Lando Norris got fifth. Albon got fourth. Yeah. Um, Perez, Droll, sixth, seventh. Uh, you know, Vettel and Leclerc both had a DNF. That's what happened. Leclerc kind of went into Vettel and was just like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Mind if I. Maybe I just had to block that on my memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to block this whole year. I will. They will. And last year as well. well. Last year was fine. Yeah, they didn't win a championship. And the year before. Okay, they haven't won a championship since 20, 2000. They haven't won a championship since 2008, and that was a Constructors. They yeah. haven't won a Drivers' Championship since 07. I'm not going to block the last 10 years. <laughs> you might as well scrap 2016 as well because that was terrible. No wins. 2015, that was terrible too. 2014, that was the worst. 2013 was like, yeah, that's pretty good. 2012, it was also 2013 really was a great year, wasn't it? The, wasn't that the Vettel or no uh, Vettel and uh, Alonso? No, those were the Alonso Massa. Then Alonso Massa and 20- no, no, no. I know it was Alonso Massa. I'm talking about like the Vettel and Alonso oh, like championship. Race. Yeah, that was no. I think 2013 was way more leaning towards Vettel, but 2012 was 2012 like, is what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah. But not a too terribly exciting a race, and you know it. We'll give that a. Uh, I'll give. I'm going to give like a six out of ten, five out of ten. Sure. Yeah, that's a valid answer. I, I was going to say four. Yeah. It wasn't crazy. It wasn't insane. I don't really remember a ton from <laughs> no, it. So do I. How, how insane can it be? But Hamilton back on top, and but still got to have F1 back. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, Hungary. Hungary was forgettable. No, it wasn't forgettable. It, it rained. It was. 
it was, barely rained. It was so much drama, though, at the beginning yeah. of that race. Yeah. Max Verstappen going into the barrier, breaking his suspension. And those Red Bull mechanics fixing his car in like the 14 minutes and getting him back into the race and getting him back on the podium. Yeah. But again, Hungary is one of those Monaco and Russia and Abu Dhabi type tracks. was pretty hard to overtake. Yeah. You had Kevin Magnussen making the call on the formation lap to go from wets to inters. Yeah. Or inters to... No, wets to inters. Wets to inters, And yeah. got him... Got him a good bag of points, couple yeah. points. Yeah, not too bad for him. But it, it was a dramatic race with the rain. It was and a P four for Stroll. That was pretty cool. Yeah, change interchangeable conditions. Yeah, P six for for Vettel. Uh, Danny Rick finished P eight. Mm-hmm. Leclerc was eleven, so he didn't get a point. He got uh, Magnussen got one point. He finished ten, which for Haas is a a handful of points. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Pierre Gasly no didn't finish. Latifi was eleventh or nineteenth. Russell was eighteenth. Yeah, pretty pretty standard. Pretty, the race was pretty standard. Latifi, <laughs> Latifi was five laps down. Yeah, yeah. Not a great race for him. <laughs> it was awful. It was, I, it, oh my god! Everyone else was one lap down. You. It was five. I don't really. Re- I don't really remember that. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> How do you even do that? Yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, but it was exciting because he had interchangeable conditions when yeah. it went from he had Kevin Magnuson making that call. He had Max Verstappen, the drama yeah, at the okay. beginning. Fair enough. Max yeah, I didn't remember too much of it, but like looking back on it, not a bad race. B2. Yeah, yeah. I give it like a 7 out of 10. Sure. A Good. 6 or 7, yeah. 7. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But um, then moving, Silverstone won. Honestly, the, going back early in the races, I don't really remember. A lot of it? Me neither. But... Yeah, the uh, Great Britain Grand Prix. I was uh, just a little confused. When you go back, the 70th anniversary one, I forgot which one Max Verstappen won and which one Lewis Hamilton finished on three tires. Yeah. But that race was, it was crazy. He had uh, Kvyat. Again, I don't really remember if this was this one or the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. But went into the wall, tire failures galore. Yeah, yeah. They went one step softer. Yeah. Then they went last year, mm-hmm. and then they went one step softer again, softer again for the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. Yeah, or maybe they matched it. Not entirely sure, but what I am sure of, Lewis Hamilton, what a performance! Oh my him. God, it, that's uh, it's things like that that really show why he is what he is. You yeah. know what I mean? It's hard for us as fans and everyone who hasn't driven with a puncture. To appreciate, if you remember Baku 2018, Alonso double puncture, did 80% of the lap to pit, and then got P7. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it's, it's situations like that where you 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 separate the great from the good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and he is great. Better yeah. than Schumacher, great. No. <laughs> but Bottas, the race was is exciting. There was uh, lots of there's pit stops. Obviously, there was lots of pit stops. Mm-hmm. And... But yeah, Hamilton, I just can't believe it. Like finishing on three tires. Max Verstappen was on those red tire, wet, red walled softs. Yeah. Catching him at like five seconds a sector. Yeah. He was so much faster than him. And Hamilton just kind of held on. Yeah. And ended up winning the race on three tires. Oh my God. It was pretty impressive. He only, he won, and he won by almost six seconds. Yeah. He he was really far ahead of Verstappen because there was a safety car. And then Verstappen, he pit. 
Yeah. Or no, there wasn't a safety car, but they just hit him. Yeah. And it's and Red Bull got a lot of shit for that because they said if you didn't hit him, you would have won. Mm-hmm. But how could have how could Red Bull have known? The Lewis is they couldn't have. That's exactly. That, they just couldn't have. Leclerc had a second podium of the season, which was great for mm-hmm. myself and uh, all the rest of the Ferrari fans out there. Danny Rick finished P four, Lando five, Esteban Ocon six, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's, um, it was a pretty. A pretty exciting race, and yeah. that was the race that Kvyat kind of um, had the tire failure, and we just thought he slipped off. Yeah, but, Kevin Magnussen also DNF'd. Mm-hmm. Hamilton and Bottas was like just a crazy race. Bottas got a puncture, and mm-hmm. fortunately for Bottas, finished outside of the points. Yeah, Hamilton picked up a eleventh, a crazy, a crazy, crazy win. Yeah, but one of the craziest of his career, if not the no doubt. But then we moved on. To the 70th anniversary Grand Prix, we Max sure Verstappen, kind of, the tires were a step softer in this mm-hmm. race, yep. and the Mercedes just couldn't keep up. They were slower, it was hotter, the engines couldn't really deal with Mercedes it. Mercedes aren't very good when they're not in the front of the pack either. Exactly. They don't do good, they don't do well in the midfield. No, they don't, and they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But Verstappen was, was pretty commanding. Yeah. He won by, you know, it was only 11.3 11. 11. seconds. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Great Britain Grand Prix, the GB Grand, the GBGP. Silverstone. Yeah. Silverstone. Uh, 9 out of 10. Eight, 8 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good, solid 8 out of 10. Because of what Lewis did. Yeah, those last laps are just saving these races. Yeah. And it's just, but it's just that unpredictable. It's the curse of 2020. Yeah. Or what makes 2020 so good? One of the two, whatever way you want to look just at it. Just that unpredictable nature. Of the, yeah. Absolutely. But going to this race, it was a little bit calmer. Only Magnus and DNF because uh, Albon decided to just punt him off. <laughs> and Verstappen won. And yeah, pretty exciting race from my yeah. end because I love Red Bull. Yes, you do. But I think this race... A, uh, Leclerc P4 and Albon P5, Stroll P6. Um, I think This was at the point of the season where Leclerc was still absolutely destroying that car mm-hmm. to the point where everyone was like, yo, what the, the how is he f- always finishing seven, eight spots ahead of Sebastian? At Bell? this point in the season, he was doing that all season, yeah. except well, he, for Turkey. Sure. Yes. But like, he still, I feel like he, the car was starting to fail and the engine wasn't where it was at the start of the season. Cause they never are. Yeah. You get three power units throughout the year, mm. but you know, it is what it is. And, um, he wasn't doing as he didn't do as well at the start of the season. He started, he made a couple bad mistakes, yeah, which everyone does. Who um, Leclerc? Leclerc. I mean, he made a couple bad mistakes at the end of the season too. I don't that's, know. No, that's what in. that's what I'm oh, talking about. Yeah. At the end of the season, he didn't really make a lot of mistakes at the start. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, going into Vettel, not one. And, uh, yes, I, I I know, I know. Well, yeah, but uh, that's why I said he didn't really make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. But this was at the point where he was just still like out driving that car, like P three, P four, P two, like like a wild start to the season for mm-hmm. for him, like as to where he should have been. But much, and that but, was the only only shining light for myself and the other Ferrari fans in the world was that. So that was exciting. Much like two thousand and nine with Braun, the other teams began to catch up, yeah. and they didn't stay on they didn't stay on those fourths and fifths. They started to struggle. Mm-hmm. Silverstone was a track that. Kind of suited their car just a little bit more. When you had Mercedes, that was a little bit slower. You had Albon going into Magnussen. Yeah. Hulkenberg was hulking back. Finished P7. P7. First time in that car. What? That Seven was... seconds behind Lance, but what? Which was insane. Er, no, 13 seconds. Qualified third. 
Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to get the podium so bad. Oh, my but, God. That would have been awesome. Because he's, he's never had one. Yeah. Exactly. exactly that's I, mean, what he's I don't known think for. he ever will. But he didn't really have the neck strength. And I, I just don't think he could have gone that fast. Or the experience. You know, one lap. How he got that car in third. I have no idea. I mean, it would happen. It's what happens when you're driving the W10. Pretty much. Yeah. But great race from Hulkenberg. Yep. And you really filled those shoes of Perez well. So I, you know, I'm so not- this was the, by the way, for all of you who don't know, this was the one Perez got COVID. Yeah. This was the two races. The two races where uh, we had Hulken back. Hulken back. Which I was, it was so nice to see. The guy deserved it. I'm sad he doesn't have a seat for next year either. Me too, but I think Perez was definitely the better the, choice. Uh, Absolute, definitely the absolutely. Absolutely. Like tenfold. Mark, Perez only missed one race. Did he? Or maybe he missed both. No, I thought he missed two. Oh, yeah, he missed. Uh, I thought he, he missed. Um, he missed Britain one, too. Yeah. And Hulkenberg, did, he didn't even start, which is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but Hulkenberg, I don't even. What did he qualify? He qualified. Uh, Qualified 13th, which is impressive because he basically was called in at the very last minute. Yeah, I'd never driven that car before. Exactly, but yeah. Um, what do you, Mark, what do you rate the uh, round five, the 70th anniversary Grand Prix? Like a six? Yeah, I think it was. I, this isn't biased because Max was stopping one, but like an 11. <laughs> no bias at all. No. Yeah, no. No, I agree. I think like a six, maybe a light seven. Yeah. Strong six. Yeah. yeah. But then we moved on to Spain, and there's not a lot to talk about because no. you know who won? Lewis Hamilton. You know who was 25 seconds behind? Verstappen. Yeah. And Ridic- then it was... Just a ridiculous gap. Spain also sucks as a track. I don't know how yeah. you feel about no, it. No, I, I can't stand Spain. Yeah. I say this all the time. I don't like Spain. I think going to, like, Portugal... Yeah. Is, Portugal was like Spain, but... Better. Way better. Yeah. Oh. I like Portimao. I liked mm. that grid for that track. But yeah, Spain was pretty boring. It was a pretty easy Hamilton win. Yeah. And I'm look I'm check like there's not a lot that was I don't even I don't I, I don't even race. know what to say about this race. We did our research, but not a ton, so I think a three out of ten. Yeah, probably the first, pretty boring. The first well, Leclerc DNF, that's all I got for you. The yeah, the first really boring race of the so season. Vettel finished P seven, Science finished P six. Yeah. Stroll hit Stroll and uh Perez repeat four and five, cool, like a three, yeah. Pretty, pretty typical from. Uh, That's what I got for you there. Now we go to the classic Spa Francorchamps. Oh, love the track. Me too. Always a good race, except for twenty twenty wasn't amazing. Uh, Hamilton got on pole with Bottas and Verstappen, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it ended up. We, yeah, yeah the, Ric- the front of the grid was pretty close together. Ricardo in fourth, Albon in fifth, Ocon in no, sixth. No. Uh, other way around. That was the uh, race result when that was qualifying. In the race, Ricardo stayed in fourth, Ocon stayed in fifth, and Albon stayed in sixth. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo, he, I, the start of that race, I thought Ricardo was going to get a podium. He was giving it to Max Verstappen. Max Verstappen had more grip in that Rebel, so he mm-hmm. kind of went around. He was able to stick it around the outside. Yeah. But still kind of a... Not too exciting race. He did have the Ricardo and Verstappen stuff. Yeah, I have an interesting hypothetical for you here. Lay it on me. What happens if in 2018 uh, Daniel Ricardo decides to stay at Red Bull? Do you think there's a a very there's a struggle for a uh, 
like a, a, a power shift between those two still? Yeah, I think it's a power struggle, but I think Daniel Ricciardo would unfortunately glide into that third, that second position at the team. He put up the performances, but Max Verstappen's the future of Red Bull. He is Red Bull. Yeah, well, at least until 2023. Exactly. He's got a couple of years left. Mm-hmm. Unless he decides to leave and go to Mercedes, then Yuki Tsunoda or Perez is the future. But, dude, if if I think that would be so dumb of him to go to Mercedes. Do. Really? Yeah. I, I don't do. Know. It depends. I if, do because I think that the gap, the the, the grid is going to get way closer. Come mm. rule changes, it'll take some time. There's still going to be a big three, but it, it's going to get a lot closer. And I think it's going to come down to more about driver skill and Max's Max's Max. Is max. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have a better shot at winning. And but if Mercedes is still on top, he's going to have a better shot at winning in that Mercedes. But who knows if they will be? Like, I, I suggest you wait till your contract's up. You give a couple years in, mm-hmm. in um, Red Bull in Red Bull, and see how, they, see how they do. See what Christian Horner and Helmut Marco do with the team, with new rule changes. See what happens with the grid. Mm-hmm. See if Merce- Mercedes will eventually fall off. It's not, they're not going to win forever. Do you know what I mean? Every yeah. team does. So we'll see, like we'll see when that happens. I don't know. I don't know if I would move just yet. Yeah, I think Red Bull is definitely oh yawning. It's a wonderful Monday night at six twenty-eight p.m., which is really early. I thought it was yeah. later. It gets dark so it early. gets dark at like four thirty this time but, of year. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, if Ricardo stayed at Red Bull, it would have been a power struggle, which Danny Ricardo would have lost. He was already losing. I think going to Renault was a good decision. And then I think going to McLaren was a good decision. I agree. I there, there wasn't much more he was going to do in that Renault seat. I mean, if the if the McLaren didn't open, the seat didn't open up, I think staying at um, Renault would have been a good choice for him. It would have been really good because Renault's moving up. They could have been fighting for championships. We don't know. But moving to McLaren, you take over Carlos Sainz's spot. You can be the future excuse me, of that team mm-hmm. and yeah. lead that team to championships. And, and, and that's the, what he wants the, to do. And the number one driver. Exactly. Which he will be next year for sure. Most likely. I think so. I I, I think he I think it's gonna be a uh a similar situation to a Leclerc Vettel situation where you have at the start a a, a grizzled vet. Mm-hmm. Granted one of them's a four time world champion and the other one isn't. But you have a grizzled vet who you you learn from and is almost like a mentor. Until you outperform him consistently, and then that changes. <laughs> exactly, which is exactly what Leclerc did. Yeah. Because Raikkonen was more of a grizzled vet. But no, I think that... Well, Raikkonen was just old at that one. Like, I love him to death, but... Yeah, he's old. He is old. He's four, He's 39. Like In, in Formula One years, that's like 100. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that, <laughs> so that you're telling me that makes um, Fernando Alonso 110? Essentially. <laughs> Look, that's 41, and he's, he's going back. Yeah, it's pretty much how it is. He's 110. He's an old man. Yeah. 41. I but, think so. That's correct. No, I think that uh, Ricardo is going to be the number one in that McLaren spot. And Sorry, I, I mixed them up. Um, yeah, Alonso's Alonso's 39, and uh, Kimi Ray, is 41. But going back to Belgium, I think it's like a 4 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing really too exciting. No. But then we move on. To Italy. I think my favorite race of the year. Monza, it, it was mine by far. This one, we'll just get the. Rating. I don't know. I also kind of liked um, Turkey because it was wet. Of course. Like, Turkey was an amazing race and it was very exciting. Austria 
The Austria one was also extremely exciting, but they were all exciting. It was such an amazing season. Yeah. But Italy, I thought it was going to be a snooze. Honestly, Hamilton Bottas, Sainz got third in qualifying, which is crazy. Perez got fourth. Verstappen was fifth. So I thought, okay, it might be a little spicy. I think Verstappen could pass Perez and Sainz kind of easily and slide into that third spot. But it was like Mercedes won two. Then the start happened. And Bottas did not have a good start. Nope. And Hamilton had an amazing start. Like always. And Bottas, as soon as you fall back and you're fighting behind two or three cars in that Mercedes, it's really hard to overtake. It is. It is. Even though you're going around Monza. And they thought, okay, like... But Bottas just could not fight through that field. To the same degree that Hamilton was before his penalty and he had to pit and was basically out of the out of the race and finished seventh. And then the ghastly red flag... Because Leclerc hit the wall. Super yep. scary. Yep. Terrifying. But everyone came in. Gasly got to switch tires, got the advantage with the safety car, and he came out and he controlled that race and fought off signs. And the entire... He won by fucking 0.415 seconds. Yeah. Four tenths of a second. Yeah. That is a, an extremely small margin. That's nothing. Especially in this season. Yeah. But wild. Gasly, Signs, and Stroll and Norris were the top four. I could not believe it. My favorite race of the season, the one I like was like had my shirt off, like over my head. I was like on the floor, like stressing out that he wasn't gonna win. And then I think like, Latifi I- had an eleventh place finish. You know it's an insane race if Latifi has an eleventh place finish. And no one got lapped. Yeah. Antonio Giovinazzi finished 16th, which was the last place spot because Verstappen, Leclerc, Magnussen, and Vettel all DNF'd. And he was only 55 seconds behind the leader, which mm-hmm. is a lot, but no one got lapped, which you don't see nowadays all that often. Yeah, exactly. Unless it was a safety car. Yeah. But, which, you know, there was in the middle of the race. But, but and, it, usually, even in the middle of the race, you can still mm-hmm. kind of get gapped. But an Italian team won. Which is exciting. Gasly. Like sort of an Italian team. Yeah, sort of Alvatari. Yeah. But I, I it made me cry. Like I, I didn't know if I wanted to win if I wanted Gasly or Science to win more. And it I just couldn't believe it. Leclerc Vettel double DNF after mm-hmm. a win last year. Ten out of ten. Yeah. This race Yeah, had, it was it was it was a ten out of ten race for sure. Sad for me, also very exciting at the same mm-hmm. time. Um it had everything I wanted to see. In a Formula One race, yep. a new winner, yep. a, a crazy podium, which I would not have expected, yeah, and Mercedes nowhere, yeah, which is nice. It, it just it was the race that had everything but rain, a big shunt, exactly, uh, a new podium, a brand new podium, the first non Mercedes Red Bull or Ferrari podium since like twenty twelve, I think, but ten out of ten. Oh, for sure. Now, well, let's. let's I, I fully agree. Let's talk about Magello. Magello, it, it was okay. <laughs> no, it was pretty good. Was, uh, I think we're remembering that race differently. It was exciting. First, again, new track. The new track's so exciting. One of the first new tracks of this season, if not the first new track of the season. Yeah, it was the first, first track that we hadn't been at in previous years of the season. So it was nervous. Mm-hmm. Everyone was nervous. It was, how are the drivers going to adapt? Because they don't know these circuits very well. Which car is going to be powerful around here or not? You kind of had a feeling that it was going to be Mercedes. And such a such a wicked cool track. Yeah, it is a cool track. But 
the race. The race was all right. Uh, like, I mean, you know, you get Albon on a. It was a Hamilton Bottas like, slam, which is yeah, kind of expected, but it was not. It was like eight DNFs. Yeah. You can't have eight DNFs yeah. in a race, and it's not exciting. Gasly and Verstappen DNF'd in the first uh, couple corners. I don't remember what happened there. Gasly, I think, was pushed wide, hit Verstappen. They went off, and then the signs Grosjean, Magnussen, Latifi, Ocon, Stroll. That was all in that safety car restart. Yeah. Which yeah. was, it was unbelievable to see that. Oh, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot all about that. Bottas, Bottas was leading the race under the safety car. Went slow, like as slow as a Ferrari. Hey, that was a low blow. It's a slow blow, just like Ferrari. Okay, slow. settle down. But this guy loves his puns today. I'm just loving the puns. But they, had, they all crashed. But besides that, it was, it was pretty typical. Hamilton win. Albon got on the podium, which was pretty exciting. And Ricardo fourth, who just couldn't seem to get that podium. No. Everyone wanted to see him get the tattoo. And but for me it was like an I think it's uh, I think an eight out of ten. I'd say seven thoughts? or eight, yeah. Yeah, like a, a light, a light eight, strong seven. Yeah, I but, totally forgot about the whole eight DNF thing. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, eight DNFs. You never really see that in Formula One. No, anymore. no, not anymore. It's not the seventies, man. Exactly. Then you move on to Russia. Uh, the twenty fourteen Olympics. The twenty fourteen. <laughs> That's what I have in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the 2014 Olympics, Mark? I remember them, the the actual Olympics very well. Oh, um, I was going to make a joke, but yeah, no. No one remembers that race. No. Bottas won. It's his track. Hamilton in third. Max Verstappen in second. Yeah. Uh, some Pretty much were, a return to normal. <laughs> yeah. Sainz had a, just a completely idiotic mistake in the first corner. Yep. But besides that, just wasn't really, uh, it just... That race is never so cut and dry, right? No, it, it you're right. It really isn't. It was uh, Sergio Perez P4, Daniel P5, Shaw P6, um, Vettel P13. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it was an alright race. I'd give it like a six, five, three. Okay. Signs and Stroll were the only one that. DNF and maybe they I was were both being a little generous. First or second laps. Yeah, maybe I was being a little generous. I don't know. Albin got tenth. Gasly was like ninth. Gasly, who has had such an amazing season, he was great in Silverstone and great in the seventh Grand Prix in Belgium. He just had an amazing season. I yeah, f- I agree. But like, I, I'd give it three. Okay, yeah, that's valid. Yeah, I, maybe I was being being a little generous. I'd mm. say f- f- four. Three, yeah, like a, th- a three to four, but three. But moving on to the German Grand Prix. At the Nordschleife. At the Nordschleife. Not, it was not at the Nordschleife. Not it the, was at the Nürburgring, though. It was at the Nürburgring, which I was excited for. Me I too. watched the 2012 race before just to see how the cars kind of reacted around that track and what mm-hmm. the track was all about. Yeah, different cars, though. Different era. A uh, different era, but same... Same general. Yeah, same relative concept. And Bottas DNF'd. Terrible, like, lockup mm-hmm. from him. Mm-hmm. And this was this was the race where uh, uh, Kimi Raikkonen overtook... Like 12 people? 12 people. <laughs> he was one of, the only, one of the only people on the grid who'd raced there before. Yeah. And he overtook 12 people in one lap. 
Yeah, I guess and, that's when that's when being old comes in handy when you've raced everywhere. Exactly. A bunch of times. He's like, I don't care if I crash. I'm just going to yeah. send it. Yeah. And that's what he did. And it worked out for him. Didn't work out for Botas. Nope. He gave Hamilton the fight in the beginning, and I thought, man, we got a race in our hands. Hamilton kind of walked away from it a little bit. But Ricardo finally got on the podium. So nice to see. So nice to see. I was so excited. Finally got on that podium, and he didn't do a shoey, so it just basically no. didn't mean anything. <laughs> He but made Brez, up for it. another great race from Gasly. Mm-hmm. You know, Raikkonen had you know, an okay race. Finished twelfth, but eleventh. Crappy car, so exactly. But great start from him, and overall an exciting race. He just didn't. The rain was like it was coming. Five and DNFs. I can't really remember much of them very then well, it, but maybe five. Yeah, which it, is, it was the race was it, the rain was coming, and then it wasn't. Then it was coming, and then it was yeah, not. Oh yeah, it was here, you're right. It was that raining, was the, then it wasn't. Yeah, that was the, the race where we didn't know if we were going to rain or not. Exactly, and so I like seven out of ten. Sure, pretty exciting. Absolutely. Then we moved on to Portugal. The cool, I the, loved Portugal. Mm, the cool Spain, the yeah. Spain that if you look at the final sector, it's literally Spain, but. Without that stupid chicane, and it yep. proved that it was really sick. They should have. They moved the DRS zone up a little bit, I think, so it wasn't as powerful. Yeah. But I think generally a super exciting race, Mark. What are your thoughts on the race? Um, the thing I remember most about that race was that there were fans in the stands. Mm. I focused so much on that. <laughs> um, I loved it. It was nice to see like like the world, I guess, getting back to normal, sort of having people around exactly. watching Formula One. Uh, it was a pretty like Lewis won by twenty five seconds, twenty six seconds. Um, yeah, it was a Hamilton Bottas yeah. Verstappen. The ra- but Leclerc P four, which was really cool. He, was mm-hmm. a, he qualified fourth. Though. Yeah, so yeah, he did. Ra- but the race didn't really change that much. Much Gasly went from ninth to fifth, which yeah, was exciting. which was crazy. But like, he was like. Everyone except for the top four got lapped. Mm-hmm. It was really a Hamilton, and and he got the fastest lap. It was a twenty six point day for Hamilton. He, it was his track. It was a fun race to watch. Though. I really enjoyed watching it. It was it was very exciting, and it was new. It was a new. It was another new track, which was great. Mm-hmm. I think I really hope it stays. It was a roller coaster, basically. Yeah, up yeah. and down, side to side, like a roller coaster. I really hope that track either comes... I can't remember if it's on the grid for next year. I think they were talking about replacing Thailand with it. It was in the talks. There's one. It's not on the grid next year, but there's one TBC. Yeah, which like might... A, a TBD race. It could be Portugal. Which might be Portugal is what I'm saying. I hope they bring it back but for it's, next year. It, it, it's who has the most money. It's true. But I think that race, you know, it's a 6 out of 10. Yeah. It was exciting. Yeah, but it, was, it, was, it was just having fans back in the stadium for me. It was great. Yeah. Then we go to the circuit of Dino from the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what an old reference there, Mark, eh? I know. All of, our, all of our young viewers, I mean, we're young, but probably won't understand that. But at Imola, very exciting. Yeah, cool race. I'm saying exciting a lot, and it's because it was. The season was very exciting, and all of these new tracks, it was nervous. You were nervous. Yeah, I'm noticing a trend of a lot of DNFs from Max this year. Yeah, he had an engine failure. I know. He just blitz Botas after Botas made a stupid mistake. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I've, I'm seeing a lot of DNFs out of him. Mm-hmm. I, and I know a lot of it has to do with the car, but it's just sad to see. It is pretty sad to see. If he didn't have that many, he even said if he didn't have that many DNFs, he would have got second in the championship. Yeah. Almost pretty easily. 
yeah. not easily. But yeah, yeah, he could have for sure. Uh, Gasly DNF could have got the podium. Yeah, just didn't really work out for yeah, him. Same thing with Olga Magnussen. Verstappen had a failure. Russell DNF. Russell DNF. Do you remember that DNF, Mark? Mans went into the wall. Yep. Under the safety car. Yep. But Hamilton Bottas, P1, P2, pretty clinical. But Ricardo. Oh man, what a race! You know, there was a lot of there were a lot of questions before if he deserved that podium, and obviously he deserves every podium he gets. But they pitted Perez with like three laps to go, or yeah. four laps to go, and it cost him like four places. Yeah, yeah, it was stupid of him to do that. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, an exciting race. I think a seven out of ten. Yeah, it was nice to see Leclerc P five again. You know, mm-hmm. can't can't be too mad at that. It was a pretty good race. We got to finally see Shuey. Yeah. We saw a shoey. Because he was on the back of the podium. Yeah. Hamilton did a shoey, and he said, I'd rather, I think he says something like, I'll never do that. I'd rather die before I did that, or something like that, a couple years ago. Yeah. And. He's opening up. His dog went vegan. Exactly. Brianna dumped him. He has nothing left. Yeah. He had nothing left. Watch us. I got that <laughs> I got that fact wrong, and he never dated Rihanna. Or, and his dog's not even vegan. His we dog just, is vegan. I know yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Um. But I, I can check on the Rihanna thing mm-hmm. later. But um, great, yeah. Overall, pretty good race. Uh, cool, cool to go back to Imola. Um, mm-hmm. The only person who on the grid who had ever raced there before was Kimi Raikkonen, Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. Was, uh, which was also cool. He finished. Um, he was low. No, P, he finished P nine. Yeah, that's pretty good P9. for him in that car. Mark. Sorry, my friend's calling me. Gotta shut the phone off, man. I thought I did. I thought I did. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But Imola, yeah, like a solid 7 out of 10. It was exciting. Yeah, not bad. Imola, new track. But then we move on to Turkey. Um, Turkey, where the one where Bottas spun like six times. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo got punted off by uh, Bottas, I think. Or Ocon got punted off by Ricardo. And... Such a crazy race because it was yeah. finally raining after I after a whole a wet race. season of not raining. No, it yeah. finally was raining again. Hamilton won and secured the championship then. What a race to win. Oh, yeah, for sure. Turn those intermediates into slicks. One of the, cra- one of the craziest race strategies I've ever seen. Yeah. Just leave them out until it goes, until it's dry. Yeah. And, like, those tires lost their grip, then got some of their grip back, and he won the race. I did not think he was going to win that race. Mercedes was nowhere. Hamilton qualified sixth, and Bottas was ninth. I didn't think they were going to get into Q3. Yeah, Bottas Bottas finished 14th. Yeah. Well, he he was, like, he was, like, lapped down. I know. I know. He was lapped by, uh, he was... He was lapped by a racing point, a McLaren, two Red Bulls, another McLaren. Yeah. And great race for Ferrari as well. Mark, this is your time I, to talk on Ferrari. I know what... Finally, uh, a good showing because they were shit I in Belgium, know. which I forgot to mention. I Terrible know. everywhere else. Hey, not that bad Leclerc here. was not bad everywhere else. Vettel was bad everywhere Vettel. else. Their car was bad everywhere. Leclerc I said Ferrari. I never said Leclerc. I said Ferrari. Yes, I know, but you can't... They are half bad. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. This I guess it's a good point. Um... Great race. They, for some reason, they when when it okay. Here's here's the thing with them. Their motor not great this year. No. When when the car did or aerodynamics, when the track, not good. pardon. Their aerodynamics not great. 
Team principal, terrible. Yeah, awful. Vettel, not yeah, great. yeah, no. Leclerc, incredible. Pit stop um, strategies, not great. Horrible. Yeah. Pit stop execution, not garbage. great. Okay. okay. So, so we're done with that. Besides Leclerc, what was great? Um, not much. Besides him, he's the only shining light yeah. I have from that season. The car but didn't the, even look, it didn't even look as good as 2019. No, it didn't. Adam, I get it. Adam, <laughs> but um, fuck but but this race was different. When, okay, the thing it was, and I think when it's raining and it doesn't have so much to do with the the car and more to do with the driver mm. is when they're going to shine. You know what I mean? Because exactly. Vettel had a bad year, yeah, but he's still a four-time world champion. He's still Sebastian Vettel. Yeah. No and, one's he's gonna, and he's good. He's going to win a race and that Aston Martin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if he does, Adam's getting a tattoo. <laughs> or shave my head. I don't know. One of the two. We'll figure it out. Well, but, you know what? I, fine. If he, if he wins a race. First day races. I won't shave my head, but I'll go short. Like real short. Like can I buzz it? We'll we'll talk about. I this wasn't later. I wasn't gonna go straight shave. I was thinking nice yeah. little buzz. We'll make an announcement on yeah. our Arnica podcast uh, next week. Instagram, yeah, or and on our website, which you should check out at the Arnica Pod on yeah. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and www.theunicapod.ca on the internet. Check out. Our, <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. The social platform <laughs> of the internet. Anywhere. Anyway, um, but, I think when it goes back to when it comes down to driver skill, Ferrari has great drivers. Exactly. Um, they got four-time world champion and, and, and Leclerc. Leclerc who will be a world champion. I I more than believe that. Um but Vettel is a four-time world champion mm-hmm. and it shows when the when the track and and the race doesn't rely so much on the car. That's when they that's when they shined this year, and yeah. they did. Granted, Leclerc made a dumb mistake on the last lap. Um, it wasn't a dumb mistake. He it was an overtake that he had to make, and it just didn't work out for him, which is fine. He lost two places. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, it cost him a podium. But yeah. if he could go back, he would have made that same that same move. And he uh, yeah. he was hard on himself. And you always are like when you're that competitive. Exactly. But- Carlos Sainz. Had an amazing race as well. P five. Yeah. Perez stand out. Lance Stroll led like thirty five the first thirty five laps, then he then he pit yeah. and he couldn't get those tires switched on. Yeah. And it was just came down to who could switch on the tires and Perez and Hamilton were able to do that. Yeah, in my opinion, great race overall though. Nine that out of was, ten. <laughs> that shut nine out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll get I'll, I was trying to be modest. 10 mm. out of 10. 11, 46 yeah. out of 10. Yeah, 47 <laughs> out of 10. Just it's a 45 for me just to play mark. 10 out of 10. That race shot all the hater the Hamilton haters. I'm not a Hamilton hater, but it shot them all up and showed that he's the best ever. I a second best ever. I'm not a Hamilton hater. I just believe in mm-hmm. what is Schumacher. Um I know. We'll talk about this on yeah, a later we podcast. Have a whole, we have a whole podcast. We were supposed to do a while back, but then we had COVID issues that canceled it. So it's getting moved to not next week, but probably the week after that. We'll Some, talk about sometime over the um, the off season. We'll discuss that more on our social media, yeah. which I just name dropped. Yeah, uh, um, yeah, ten out of ten race. It, it, I I love a wet race. I will always love a wet race. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, you know it's a little scary. Doesn't always work out for people, but it was, it was pretty freaking awesome. Also, do you know if that ring or that track is in Europe or Asia? I don't know. I keep I keep trying to find this out, and I know I make jokes about it, but seriously, man, like Istanbul is one of the only cities in the world that it's a city that's in two continents, yeah, split by a river, and I don't know what side the track's on. I'm not entirely sure. 
Okay, I was hoping you knew. Uh, I'll t- um, tune in next week for the geography podcast. No, it, just... that's actually in my notes. It says, "Is it in Europe or Asia?" <laughs> that's the only thing we remember about this pretty mundane race. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but now we go on to what is the most exciting race of the season? Nope. Bahrain. Yeah, the most exciting race of the season. Bahrain was the most exciting race of the season, Mark. Was Bahrain one? Was that not the one where um, Secure Grand Prix was the second one with Russell? Had the most hype. This one, you had Perez set to get the podium. No, no, I'm t- no, no. This one was this was the one with um, Grosjean. Oh, yeah. The most exciting race of the season. The most terrifying. Yes, which made it exciting. Mm. Um, first lap. We had a little bit of a through the fire and the flames guitar hero three world hits incident. <laughs> Too soon now. Wow. Hey, the guy's fine. He's 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 okay. He's it's it's okay to joke we about it. Still wish the best for Gorgon. Oh, always. not Mark apparently. I, hey, I do. He made it out okay with minor yeah. burns. It's fine to joke about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> the guy went through a metal barrier. Mm-hmm. Wild. Wild. It was insane. I've never seen anything like that. It was like a fire tornado that exploded from that car. I couldn't believe it. Neither could I. We were, we were watching that together, mm-hmm. and we, we, we just didn't have much to say. <laughs> I, was, I was speechless. Yeah. And then for an hour and 10 minutes, they, they had the red flag, and then we finally got underway. And it was a pretty mundane race after that. Well, no. You had a flipping Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll. Oh, yeah. First lap. Lance Stroll. First lap back. Lance Stroll flipped. He was on his head. Both incidents um, had something to do with Fiat. Yep. The first one, not his fault. The second one, his fault. Uh, It was not hit. It's not definitively his fault. But it was. It was was sort of his fault. It was his fault. He he shouldn't have put his nose there, but um, uh, Stroll kind of cut across at the same time. But besides that... Perez was in third, set to get a podium. I said it was, oh, I was like, it's his last podium chance of the season. Yeah, I you think. did say that. <laughs> I'm going to bite my tongue on that one. And Verstappen, second place, and Albon got a podium but it was, first. It was, it was close, though. Max was only 1.5 se- or 1.2 seconds behind Lewis. Because it, yeah, it, it finished under the safety car. I know it did. I was trying to. Mm. I was trying to make it sound better than it was. Yeah, Albon. it was a pretty Monday race. The start was wild. Yeah. Wild. Wild. And then the rest of the race was, all right, Bottas had a... Oh, no, no. The rest of the race was all right until Stroll's car, or sorry, Perez's car just Decided stopped working. To fail. Yeah. Which is very sad. It was heartbreaking. It was really upsetting, yeah. Hamilton won. No one really wanted to see it. Verstappen second, Albon third. Okay. Do you remember what happened to Bottas? He was just nowhere. He, um, he, they had a bad pit strategy for him. Right, and he had to, he had to make it through through the grid, or he was trying to make it back up through the grid. But like we said earlier in the podcast, those Mercedes cars don't do well. Doesn't really in work. the middle of a pack, so he didn't. Um, and that was that. As, as far as the race itself goes, I'd give it a six. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the day went, it's a thirteen. I was, it was like the most exhilarating like thing I've ever seen happen on a Formula One track. Yeah, it was. It, it was and insane. Thank God he's okay. But it was jaw dropping. Oh yeah, to say the least. 
And then you had uh, Stroll with that slow roll, and then kind of a mundane race. Yeah. But then we moved on to Bahrain to the oh, secure Grand Prix. Oh, Nelly. Hamilton had, it was un- very unfortunately. Got uh, coronavirus. Not unfortunate that he missed the race, but very unfortunately that he got COVID, and luckily he recovered from that very well. He beat the shit out of that disease, just like he beats the shit out of every, every person season. in the grid. Every season he participates in. Yep. But. Man, Russell, sad heartbreak, just heartbreak. Yeah, zero out of ten for me. The race? Yeah, I don't know. I no, I, it was like a nine. I was gonna say I don't know. I thought, um, <laughs> you know, Chaco getting a win is pretty friggin' awesome. Mm-hmm. And Esteban Ocon no, finishing no. second's cool. Perez didn't get a win. He got a win from twentieth on the grid yes. on lap yes. one, which has yes. never yeah. been done before. Yeah, he. He pulled a Lightning McQueen in yeah. cars Car at, the be- at the beginning of the race where he went through the entire grid. The whole of the grid. It and, was... and, you know, Lightning won with his tongue. Um, like, tied. Well, yeah, he teeth true. He tied. He, there's a three-way tie. Perez, Perez dominated. Perez won. Yeah. Perez, uh, he won. Again, you know, kind of handed the win, but to come back from 20th, he wasn't handed that win, actually. I changed my mind. No. Ocon. Finally got on the podium. Lance Stroll kind of got screwed by... George sh- Russell did get points, though. That's cool. Yeah, finally. Two points. Three. Fastest lap. Oh, yeah. You made this correction on the last podcast, too. I kept forgetting he gets the fastest lap. Stroll, P3. Science, P4. He qualified 15th. His tires just decided mm-hmm. to... His gearbox just decided to lock up. Yeah. Like it was closing shop for the night. Max DNF'd again. Yeah, that was because of Leclerc. That was I know, but it keeps happening. I know. He's unfortunate. <laughs> and I'm like, man, Albon sixth. Should have won that race. Great race from Kvyat. Yeah. You know, yeah. Gasly wasn't really anywhere. Great race from Pietro Filipaldi. Yeah. Jack Aiken. Jack Aiken. Shout out to those guys. Jack Shout Aiken. out to Jack Aiken for losing a front wing. And heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. I've never, it's never been so bittersweet in my entire life. Oh, I agree. All, all I wanted to see was George Russell win that race. Mm-hmm. I want to also point out that he outdrove Botas. He did. And it was his first time ever in a Mercedes that car. That didn't fit him. And shoes no. that were too small. Yeah. Yeah. Get. Per- Botas, you fucking suck. Yeah, get- <laughs> I don't know how else to say it nicely. Give Russell a seat at Mercedes. Give it to him. What are you doing, Toto? Give it to him. They're just waiting for uh, Hamilton to retire at the end of the next year. Yeah, I know. But then Botas needs to leave. But then. Could you imagine if there was a it was a it was a Russell Verstappen one two at Mercedes? That would be insane. My head would explode. Okay, but then who gets this? Who gets, who who's number one? Verstappen. They they'll duke it out. I don't know who would be number one. They've never been in the equal machinery. I think they just have to duke it out. I feel like Russell might. No fucking shot. No he shot. He might be a better. <laughs> okay, if you put Russell and Leclerc in that seat. Um. It's hard for me. They were both in the Mercedes. It's hard for me. They're you, they're very similar drivers. I I feel like like the only reason I say that is because I feel like Russell's driving style suits that Mercedes better than than um, Max's does. It has nothing to do with their skill. I guess that's a good point. Max Verstappen usually drives short wheel based cars, and yeah. Russell has been used to driving longer wheel based cars, and he has more experience in that Mercedes. I don't know, but I think Max Verstappen is blindingly quick. He oh absolutely. Uh, there's no mm. denying that. But there, he's just a different driving style. Max is so aggressive, like so aggressive. Yeah. Um, both Leclerc and Russell are a little calmer. Yep. Not to say that they're like not aggressive drivers, but they're a little calmer. 
a little Leclerc more collected. Leclerc is aggressive into corners when he punts off Perez and Vettel. That's true. He probably had less DNFs than um, Max did this season, though. Yeah, it's hard to, when you're like driving at 10 kilometers an hour. It's kind of hard for your engine to explode. <laughs> Touche. Um, yeah. <laughs> when you have a little little hamster. Roll, roll in the car. Oh, Fair squeeze, enough. A little squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> Fair enough. No, but, but I, I, I genuinely believe that I, yeah. I think that Russell might be better for that fit. Do yeah. I think that he's a better driver than Verstappen? No. Yeah. Do I think Leclerc's a better driver than Verstappen? Not yet. Mm-hmm. I think he could, has I think he could be. You know, it's, we got to see them in the same machinery. Yeah. That, that Russell and Verstappen theory would be insane. Do I think it's going to happen? It Not could. Too sure. It could. But you never know. It's a, it's a very big possibility. This is a crazy year, and crazier things have happened this year. So It's true. And not this year, but crazier things have happened in the past. Yeah. But this race, 0 to 10. Locking it in. I'm kidding. I'm going to give it a 10. I was going to give it a 10, too. Yeah. New winner, Perez. He deserved it. Yep. He didn't have a seat for next year yeah. when this happened. He won a race without having a secured spot for the next season, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen very often. It was insane. Yeah, wild. Couldn't, couldn't believe it. No, good for him. But, yeah, to fight back from 20th as well, easily driver of the day, and easily the drive of his career, and quite possibly the drive of this season. I think I think it might be yeah. that, that Ham- or uh, Hamilton and Turkey. Yeah. No, Hamilton and Turkey. Hamilton and Turkey was great, but his three wheel finish is wild. Yeah, but he only need to do a half a lap on true, three wheels. True. That's more than a half that's more than I would be able to do. It's more than you'd be able to do. Mark, you wouldn't be able to get out of the pit box. You'd just stall the motherfucker. No, yeah, so yeah, we, we both would. But I I'm, wouldn't be able to fit in the fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No comment for me, but and that's a smart man. <laughs> Tread lightly, Adam. But dominating a race and then doing a half a lap on three tires, yeah, is an amazing. Yeah, but the the, the turkey strategy back, wasn't just Lewis though. Coming back from like sixth place, true. fighting yeah, through the true. field, not spinning, staying out on those tires and managing them, getting the heat in those tires, and then winning. The championship and the race in a race where he was not predicted to win. One of the true, greatest shots of his yeah, career true. and maybe the greatest shot of all time. But a 10 out of 10 for me in the secure Grand Prix. New winner. Great race. I wanted to give it a zero because of Russell. Yeah, it was sad. But moving on to Bahrain, uh, sorry, Abu Dhabi. We reviewed this podcast like five or six days ago, so we're not going to go take, too deep into it. Go too deep into it. It was a week ago today. Fucking boring. It's pretty boring. Verstappen dominated. Norris uh, fifth. Signs sixth. You know, it was the first time Max ever let a race start to finish. Yeah, really? Yeah. Not surprised. It was the first time he almost had a grand slam before uh, Ricardo took it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gasly, Gasly had an amazing. He had a pretty good race. It was underappreciated. How I, wild is that? That Ricardo was the one to take away the grand slam. Yeah, That's just it. like a little bit of a fuck He's you. Like you take away you. You take away my uh, Red Bull seat. My Red Bull spot. My Red Bull spot is king at Red Bull, and I take away your uh, Grand Slam. But Gasly, I really didn't pay attention to his race, but I watched the race again uh, this week, and he had a pretty good race. He fought through that field. Yeah, did really P8. well. Finished P eight. 
Not bad. Not bad. Um, and not bad from him, but... No, Albon P4, Lando P5. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Charles yeah. P13, Seb P14. Yeah, because they messed up the strategy. Yeah, awful. They were, they were, they were, they were f- six and seven at one point. Mm-hmm. They were having a good race, and then Ferrari screwed up for him. Yep, left him out yep. during the safety car. Yep, done. And then... But kind of a boring race. Not the way we wanted to end the season, but we will take it nonetheless. And uh, three out of ten for me. Yeah, I'll add two or three. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. So normally, right now, we would move on to the tops and flops. Also, wait, what did you, the listener? I'm looking at you right now. What did you think of this season? And what did you think of our ratings? And what would you rate their own? Let us know on our Instagram. Send us a DM. Let us know on the website. Let us know anywhere because we want to hear from you. Tweet me at the Undercut Pod. Yeah. Um. But. That, and that was a season. So season, in, in terms of a season, 10 we, out of 10. Yeah, bef- we just have one like more segment before we go, and it's, that's our This Week in F1 segment. We have two more segments. Two more. Yeah, we're rating the drivers, Mark. No, that's next week. No, we're, we're ranking them the top 10. Oh. We are clearly, we're real people. Oh. Clearly unorganized. Uh, no, it's not that we're unorganized, just a little bit of confusion. Yeah, because these two podcasts are kind of one and the same, yeah. but they're different. Yeah. And, we just it, weren't really sure we're, what we were going to put yeah. in what. We're like we, the, we had the podcast planned out. Yeah. Just, you know. We told you this podcast was going to be two hours. Yeah. And you were, we're at the one hour and 40, about, minute mark. 40 minute mark, close to that. And we're still going. But we're going to rate the drivers uh, really quick, just based on the season they had. Sure. And then talk about this week in F1 a little bit. And then... There's not too much to go over for that. It was a pretty boring week, aside from two big points. Yeah, two big racing points. Okay, so let's start with these drivers. Let's do it. Mark, Jensen Jensen Button. Jensen Button, (laughs) 15 out of 10. Guy's a beauty. Read his book. Just (laughs) Just had to plug that. Lewis Hamilton. I'm going to give him a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. He dominated the season. It was goddamn clinical for him. Yeah. He, Turkey, Turkish Grand Prix, uh, the uh, the Great Britain Grand Prix, just all of those races, he just seems to fight through the field. And when he messes up, it's not really his fault. And his mess-ups are few and far in between. Didn't DNF once this season. No. Didn't finish out of the points once. This he season. won by over a hundred points, and he missed two races. Yeah, one race. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry, one. He missed a race. Bottas hadn't missed any. Granted, Bottas has some pretty shit luck. Yeah. By yeah, ten out of ten, easy, easy yeah. eight, like eight oh, plus, eight sure. plus from him. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it's eight, 12. nine, ten, eleven. No, eleven wins. Oh, okay, eleven wins. Eleven wins. <laughs> That's an insane amount of wins in a in, in a seventeen race calendar. Yeah, eleven wins. <whistles> Wild, but easy, easy, easy money with the ten out of ten from him. Mm-hmm. And Bottas, kind of the and uh, other Six. end of the spectrum. I was gonna give him a five. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll what do you think? Five. I will drop that down easily. Yeah, five out of ten. You know, he had a couple good races, a couple moments of brilliance here and there, but not really. Uh, not really fighting Hamilton, which is yeah. exactly what he needs to do. And he just 130 points behind. That's the biggest gap he's had. The biggest gap from P1 to P2 in the history of Formula 1. And it was a 17-race yeah. season. They've yeah. had 21 race seasons, 19 race, and 20 race seasons. Uh-huh. Where, yeah, 
So moving on. Max, Max. just happened. Oh, six, seven, six. What? Max? Yeah. I'm having... I'm, you're you're having your 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 bias moment. You're having your me no. player moment. Mark, Mark, no shot, no Max fucking versus, chance. Listen, Max yeah. Verstappen won two races this year. Cool, he, which I was expecting. He retired five times, whether that be the car or not. He retired five times. Austria, not his fault. Engine, I, I, I didn't say none of, I, I none said of them whether were, the none car, of them were his fault. Whether yes, but whether it's the car or not, he retired five times. That doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Then you got to give Leclerc like a three out of ten. Why he retired four times? You don't judge a man's career based on his retirement. I'm not judging his career. Not I'm his judging career. his season. Leclerc, where did Leclerc finish in the championship? Uh, Sixth, eighth, eighth. Way better than I thought he was going to do. Eighth in the championship. You have to it's, think about the car it, they're in, though. Yeah. Like, think about that Red Bull. There is no... That Red Bull had no place that close to the Mercedes. Weekend, weed out. Second place. True. Is, okay, fair enough. Valid. Valid. You're right. Yep. You're right on that one. I'm still going to give him a six or seven. We're going to go with a nine out of ten. I'm not. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle at seven Actually, and a half. Ten out of ten. No. Yeah, it's a ten out of ten. No, he's not. <laughs> How? He had, He just... Five retirements. None of them were his fault. He had a pole position. He had two wins. He was yeah, always, he had a lot look at, like look oh, at he Alba. had a good race. I was expecting a better season out of him. There, no, no, he almost got second in the championship. Yeah, I was expecting him to. Bottas sucks because he got five retirements. One of them was Leclerc's fault. It was, yeah. One of them, the there was the Gasly incident. That wasn't his fault as well. I'm not saying that. Imola, the, I'm engine not failure, saying that Austria I'm engine not, failure. Guy, I'm not saying that the the retirements were his fault, but they play a factor into it. That's why I wouldn't give Leclerc a ten out of ten. I think he completely outdrove that car all season. I would give Leclerc like a nine out of ten. Okay, well we'll get to that. Um, Max Verstappen. I'll say an eight. That's what. That's as high as I'll go. Okay, well we're gonna agree to disagree. Yeah, you can, I'm going ten. Okay, um, Sergio Perez. So, oh, are we going to go based on championship order? That's just the list I have up, yeah. All right, yeah. Sergio Perez, 9 out of 10. I think that one's pretty easy. Yeah, me we, too. We you got know. a little heated with the Max Verstappen. What do you think we 9 out of 10? Yeah, absolutely. Great season. Not a great start to the season. No. Um, great end of the season, though. He went from 11th. He was like 11th or 9th in the championship and finished 4th. Yeah, wow. He was like 11th at the Italian Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. And really stepped up a win to his name, a couple podiums. And just overall, really impressive from him. All right, Albon. Or sorry, no, um, Danny Rick. Danny Rick, 9 out of 10. Yeah, I agree. He, Again. Out, he outdrove that car. Actually, 10 out of 10. Two podiums, outdrove that car, week in, week out, dummied his teammate. Where did Ocon finish, Mark? Um, 12th. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And... Granted, it was his first season in F1 back oh, after missing a year. Gonna, okay, I was going to say. I was like, no, it's not. But Yeah, he, he did miss a year. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Carlos Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Got to give him a, uh, I think, an 8 out of 10. I agree. Seven, seven maybe a strong, I'll give him a 7. I would give him an 8. He had a couple of... Some pretty good results. Yeah. Uh, a couple podiums. A second. Finished sixth in the Drivers' Championship. One podium. Far ahead of Lando. Yeah, Lando also had some some shit luck throughout the season. But yeah, but only one retirement. Mm-hmm. Pretty reliable car. Yeah, great car for McLaren this year. Yeah. And yeah, I think pretty easy, pretty clinical uh, 7 out of 10. Yeah, your seventh place, Alex Albon. <laughs> Two. 
uh, I'd give him a three. I think that like he's not getting all the attention he needs out of that Mer- that Mercedes. I think they kind of let him hang to dry a little bit, or not Mercedes, sorry, Red Bull, and um, he still shit the bed, and he deserved to lose his spot. I'm gonna mm. give him a three. That leaves my favorite driver on the grid, Charles Leclerc, who I would give probably a nine. Made a couple dumb mistakes, but other than that, had a stellar season. Completely outdrove that car. You, you there is no fucking way you can give Leclerc a higher rating than Max Verstappen. But you can, have to be joking. But I can. How? Because he had name one. name the Max Verstappen name Max Verstappen's incidents where he made the race difference for someone else or himself. He made a clinic like a key mistake that put it him. Or someone else either in danger or out of the race. Okay, well, I'm not going to say in danger. That's like a... Or out of the race. Just just name one. Name one. Off the top of my head, well, I'd have to think about it. Well, I... you're thinking I will name Leclerc's. Austria are the Styrian Grand Prix. Ran into Vettel. Doubled DNF. Took out Vettel's. Uh, secure Grand Prix. Okay, what Ran would you... into Perez. What would you... Yes, what would you give him? Oh, I'd give him a nine. Because he outdrove that car and it was amazing. But I'd give Verstappen a ten. Because he outdrove that car, and but granted, I don't think he outdrove that car as much. How many DNFs did? How many DNFs did? Uh, Leclerc, Leclerc had four, have? but the car was shit. Yeah, four DN. That doesn't mean the mark. That doesn't mean the amount of DNFs change. It like it, it does because the car was the shit. car wasn't unreliable. It was slow. It was pretty unreliable. Vettel only retired twice, and so but Mark still. You, you're you're being ridiculous right now. I don't think I am. I, I Verstappen. I, I agree that, that car Verst- was unreliable. I, I guess I just expected more than Verstappen. It was unreliable. I just how ex- much more can you get? You you're pretty much second in the championship. Well, pretty He's pretty much isn't second. Six points off. Um, no nine. Nine nine points off. Yes, I listen okay. in a Red Bull, which really should have been set. Like obviously there'd be second. Like, but it's. Mercedes is way up top, and then they're pretty much lower okay, but than here's the thing, everyone else. But here's the thing. I don't think that had as much to do with Vettel's, or not Vettel, um, Verstappen's great driving as much as it had to do with Bottas's really shitty driving. And you might think I'm a fucking moron, but I just, I, I like... Max Verstappen is every, every race, every single race. Like, how is Max Verstappen putting up these numbers in this Red Bull which because was, it's Max Verstappen. I guess I just have such high standards for the guy. But you don't have high standards for Leclerc? I do. And I that's but he but he the di- the difference is the car. One of them is way better than the other. That doesn't mean that Leclerc can like ram into Verstappen and Perez I, yes, okay. and his teammate and make all these make the mistake in okay, Turkey that, that cost him a podium. That didn't happen to Max this season. Max Verstappen true. dominated and true, but you you said earlier in this podcast that you would have made the same play, and he and you he, you think he would have done it over again in Turkey. I, w- I would have made. I don't know if that was as I much a mistake as it was something that he tried and didn't work. You said it was a mistake. I would have said yes, but you it was you, an, I you changed my mind on that one. It was an overtake that he needed to make, and if he could go back, he's gonna go for that overtake. He would have just you know done it a little differently. True. I would okay. give Leclerc a nine out of ten. You have if you're giving Leclerc a nine, you have to give Max a ten. There is no way. Okay, but I, I over, just I just don't away, think he had a ten out of ten year. I'll give. I'll, he could literally give him a not, nine. He extracted every ounce and every like millimeter of car that was given available to him out of that car I to almost don't finish know. second. Botas being bad or not, you are going up 
and get a consistent third, fourth, second. Well, yeah, second no, I agree. Wins. He had he had a good year. He, he had, had two a, wins. That was as many as Bottas had. Yeah, absolutely. Bottas is a terrible driver, though. It's not like I'm not. I'm not arguing. He's like, not terrible. He's just not. He's he's, not, he's he's pretty terrible as far as what he's done in that car and the car he's been given. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty terrible. There. Um, if you're gonna give Leclerc a nine out of ten, which I think Leclerc deserves, his performance and um, uh, the races are merging together. But in uh, in the Secure Grand Prix or um, in Abu Dhabi, when he did such a good lap that he was just like, I just got out of the car. Yeah. In those races like that and consistently. No, I I agree. I, beating Vettel, but the mistakes oh, oh, easily. But he yes, had as many retirements as Verstappen, but made no, more less. By one, which and is, he made which is a race. Yeah, but he made more critical mistakes that cost the one that cost Verstappen a retirement. True. Yeah, I and he made way more critical mistakes that cost him podiums. You know, well, the one, tur- no, there was one, there was one mistake that cost him the podium. Yeah, the, the turkey thing. You know, whether he needed to make that overtake or not, it was still a fuck up, and it still cost him a podium. Yes, it did. He should have made that overtake. Maybe he should have done it a little less aggressive, but maybe that was the aggressiveness that he had to take. And you know, second yeah, potentially. Place. I, I I don't disagree. I don't think I would I I, I would give Max a ten. I just like I, for some reason in my brain, it's just not. He, I would give him a nine. He beat, I was you, you brought me up from a seven to a nine. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna bring you up from a nine to a ten. He beat Albon so bad. Thirty seconds of race. 30 seconds. Yeah, but that's he the same him. thing that happened he with... He lapped him. That's Ex- the same thing that happened with Leclerc and Vettel. Yeah. They have the same position. Actually, okay. no, yeah. they don't. I'm going to give Leclerc a 10, a 9, because of... A 9 out of 10, because of his mistakes. Yeah, that's exactly where I would put him. And I would... But... So if he had the same race as Verstappen, plus those mistakes, you can't give him the same rating. Verstappen was... Mis- he had no mistakes. He had a couple, maybe he went wide, and maybe in the secure Grand Prix, he might have been able to avoid that, but he didn't know there was a Yeah, gra- okay, I was okay. I was also going to say, there, he, he, he should have known You're better. locked into that car. You, He wasn't sure where that gravel trap started, and he had that gravel trap going 100 kilometers an hour. You're going in that wall, and he was only put in that situation because Leclerc punted off uh, Perez. No, I agree. That that That's true. I just don't... I genuinely do not think that um Leclerc that that incident was his fault on Verstappen's end I think that it caused it but you should know your track yeah but you shouldn't like the gravel trap and remembering exactly where that started when the middle of a race when you're like holy shit there's a racing there's a I agree there's a Ferrari in front of me and you're like I don't know exactly where this gravel trap starts fair enough like that's valid you got to give Verstappen a 10 it, mm. Mark, it's he could literally not have done better in that car. Mercedes was consistently a second ahead of him, and he was like consistently a second ahead of everyone else. That's the world he was living in. He beat every other driver, including his teammate. He destroyed his teammate. Yeah, but that, that's the same thing that um, Leclerc did. Leclerc, but had, Leclerc had a couple of very critical, and this is what I'm saying. Leclerc and Verstappen had similar seasons. Put in the same the same thing with like Gasly, out drove that car, put on a clinic, but he had some critical errors. True. That yeah. cost him. Okay, you're still, right. You're right. Okay. But it's still a nine. It, it's a ten. <laughs> you you can't agree with me and then go back on it. I'm overriding. It's a ten. I, I'm I, I'm vetoing your nine. 
There is no way he you can't could've... veto my nine. That's I not did. how this works. No, I did veto. You get one veto too. I'm making up the rules this week. <laughs> oh, is... There is, Are you? Mark, there's no okay, way. Okay, if you're going to veto my nine, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for you to say something ridiculous. <laughs> there's no way that you can't give Verstappen less than a 10. It's tough. I, I like. I, I just I expect so much from the guy because he is. He's been in and the, he delivered. He delivered. My, take away his five. Take away his five DNS. Where did he finish? What was his average finishing? First, second, third, second, third, first. Maybe not first because he got a first um, win. Max went. He retired of the first race. Third, Wasn't second, second. One, two, three. Retired. Retired. Um, two, two, three, retired, six, two, retired, and he won. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Mark, he was on the podium every race, but two, and then the five he didn't, he DNF'd. Well, yeah, valid. Yeah. Yeah, pretty valid. It's uh It's a, that's a 10 out of 10. There, it's perfect. Okay, fine. All right. Well. You vetoed me anyway, so. <laughs> that was, that was an intense argument. Jesus. We got into that. Uh, no, I, I wasn't, I was just kidding about the veto. But, uh, yeah, yeah there's was no t- point arguing after that one. <laughs> after, yeah. What What do you think of Max Verstappen? Do you agree with Mark, or it should be like a nine or an eight, or do you agree? Oh, with- it, it would definitely be a nine. I I I I uh, over like I overestimated how good of or underestimated how good of a season he had when I said seven. It, it just I, it's what I expect out of him, I guess. So it's so it, it's a little different. I, I expect- he's been in the he's been racing in Formula One for what's like almost like six years now. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just a crazy. But what you wanted to win championships in a car that's not capable of winning championships? It's not, it's not that. I just expect I expected him to um, finish P two. No, you expect going Bo- into going into the season. Bo- I expected him you to expect finish P two. Botas to finish P two. No, I didn't to finish P three. I didn't. I expected Max to finish P two because I know Botas shits the bed consistently. Yeah, but you can't say that. You can't say that Verstappen is supposed to finish p2 it was a miracle that he would have finished p2 i don't know i i had it i had in my brain at the start of the season that i thought he was going to finish p2 genuinely yeah me too but you got to <laughs> see how the season plays out and he was close but five dnfs that weren't his fault one that was caused by uh leclerc but moving on moving on one he- that was caused by him uh that came out of an incident involving leclerc Caused by Leclerc that he maybe could have avoided, but the chances were slim. And any other driver, there's no way they would have avoided that. Going 120, the adrenaline in that track. But, yeah, we're but mo- he's not any other driver. But it's a... You can't expect more than... Yes, you, you absolutely, do you expect the same thing out of Lewis Hamilton that you do out of Romain Grosjean? No, but I expect that any driver in that situation would react the same way. But moving on. Hamilton, 10. Bottas, Five, uh, Verstappen, ten. Uh, Perez was the nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Ricardo, what do we rate? Is a nine. Yeah, nine or ten. Pretty clinical from him. Yeah, and Leclerc nine. It would have been a ten, but a couple of critical errors throughout the season. He's but still young, learning. Out drove that car. A oh, beautiful, easily beautiful season from him. Yeah, Lando. Lando, eight out of ten. Uh, I'm gonna give him a seven. You give him a seven. Why a seven? His car, they, they were it was reliable. He didn't do as well as I thought he was gonna do. I thought he was gonna challenge signs more. Mm. He had a lot of like ninth, tenth, seventh, eighth place finishes, and I I thought he was gonna do better. 
yeah, he, personally. I just I guess it's another thing where I expected him to do better than he did, and and that might just be in my brain. But he I I don't think he pushed the car the way that Science did this season. But if you look at him, if you look and compare it to Science, he beat him in uh, qualifyings. He beat him in race like races. Um, he, if he didn't beat him where it mattered. He only finished eight points behind. But yeah, Science had a couple of great performances. And yeah, it's oh my god, yeah, it's only eight points splitting six and nine. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! It was it was crazy. That's wild. But yeah, so I think uh, I think an eight. But Mark, you think seven? We can go seven then. It, it it's an it's I'm not like I'm not against an eight. It's a strong strong seven yeah. light eight. Yeah yeah, I'm not against an eight. Pierre mm-hmm. Gasly is a ten in my eyes. He won a race in a in a an AlphaTauri. He's next. Yeah, Pierre, Pierre Gasly. First drove that car. championship. Mistakes again were very few and far in between. Yeah, I'm not even entirely sure. He had three retirements, which is three retirements. One was kind of his fault yeah. in um, in Mugello. Mm-hmm. A couple of engine failures, but a lot of like seventh place, sixth place, fifth place finishes, eighth place, ninth place, mm-hmm. which is like not where that car should be. That's like a thirteenth place car. Yeah, exactly. He, Look at Kvyat. Yeah, he drove. He drove that car. Out drove that car. He absolutely. Outdid Kvyat. I th- I'm gonna give him an. Uh, I'm gonna say nine, nine or ten. Yeah, I, w- I was gonna give him a nine. Yeah. Okay. That's a va- yeah. I take my ten back, but it was a nine, D- nine, nine season. Stroll. Stroll. Seven. S- I was gonna say like a, a you know a light seven. Yeah. Light six. It was like a, kind of an in between six and seven. Yeah. He strong starts the season. He got pole, a pole position, which was only mm-hmm. one of four drivers mm-hmm. to do that, which was crazy. You know, podium. Couple podiums, which was pretty impressive, and he had a pretty good season. So I think like a, a no, I take back my six. I was gonna say like a seven or eight. I'm, I'm gonna say seven. He like he had five retirements. Yeah, uh, like a like a, a few ninth place, three ninth place finishes, a tenth place finish, a couple fourth place finishes too, mm. which is which is great. But like the car they had was really good this year. I, yeah. I, I he, yeah, he he just he drove it all right. <laughs> I gave I have a little little bit of recency bias towards him because he didn't have a great end of the season like we've mentioned. But yeah, I think like a seven. He finished third and secure. Mm-hmm. I think a seven is pretty appropriate for him. Esteban Ocon. Esteban Ocon, I think a five. Yeah, it's all I would give him. He had a podium, which was great, but he didn't really yeah, he had a perform. He, finish. he was pretty substantially far behind um, Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo. Well, I didn't expect anything less, though. Yeah, exactly. Ricardo just outdrove the shit out of that car. Yeah. Ocon. Okay, not so much. No. And but he, he coming back from a year off, you're going up against Ricardo, new team, new energy, new everything. It could have been worse, but it could have been a lot better. Yeah. So I think he, looking back at the results when we were going through this podcast, he he did better than I than I thought throughout the season. You heard a lot of bad news about him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think, fair enough. I think I think it's six. five. Six, five, yeah. Where do we want to go, Mark? Five or six? Well we'll give, I, I want to give him a six. Right. But I'm generous. Yeah, I think we should. Vettel, I'm giving a four. Vettel, I get th- a two. Uh, mm, yeah, I'm going to give him a four only because he got a podium. But Albon got two podiums and you gave him a three. Yeah, but and Albon, Vettel had was... a, Albon had a better car. Albon had a substantially better car. And yes, you expect more out of Sebastian Vettel, 
but the car was just so bad this year. And he had like he had he only had two retirements. He had a sixth place. He had a third place mm-hmm. finish. A couple tenths to seventh. Um, but qualifying was just terrible. Yeah, he, was he, just he qualified not, pit tour. He was just not really anywhere. So no. how about we settle Vettel and go like a, a three? Okay. A light, a light three. I think Albon had a better season than him, though. He had a, 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 was, a very similar season. Yeah, Albon was cl- Just closer. higher up on the grid. He was closer to Verstappen than Vettel was to Leclerc. And I just think that goes to show what, what kind of a driver Leclerc is. Mm. <laughs> um, Quick. Kvyat. Kvyat. Probably like a six. Great end of the season. He had really what are strong. What you talking about? He finished 12, 11, 7, and 11 in the end, at the end of the season. He had a couple good races towards the end of the season. So like a five. He had a fourth place finish at Imola, and that was the best he did all year. I actually I was thinking of that race when I was doing this rating. I take it back. Give him a five. Okay. Solid five. Like, I'm, gonna say I'm still going to say four. Like, All right. So we'll give him a four. Because think about this. Race, he had a 12th, a 12th, a 12th, an 11th, a 15th, a 19th, a 12th, an 11th, and an 11th. The rest were like 9, 10, 10, 7, 8, mm-hmm. 4, and 7. He Just not great. I mean, that's consistently getting points in an Alphatari, but... It's not consistent. You know, his qualifying... That's not consistent. He had more races where he didn't get points. His qualifying compared to Gasly was like 13 to 4. Yeah. Races... It was 8 to 9, but he had a couple less DNFs. Um, best finish, yeah, was 4th in Imola. Pierre Gasly, when he did finish, was pretty much consistently in the points, whereas... Exactly. Kvyat wasn't. Hulkenberg is 15th on the drill. Yeah. Hulkenberg is Hul- 15th on the it, driver's standings. We won't uh, We won't really rate him. I'm going to rate him a 9. 9. The dude yeah. came in to the season, yeah. raced two races. Three. Two. He didn't start the first one. Okay, so yeah, he raced two races, went to start three, came in, and... And just, like... In, he came back from, hit, like... He had two points finishes. Yeah. A P7 and a P8. And in that performance in Germany, when he jumped in like 30 minutes before qualifying, they're like, hey, we need you. And his first lap was in his installation lap for qualifying. Yeah. Came through the field like 13 places. Yeah, wild. Holy shit. (laughs) Nine. Good for you, Nico Hulkenberg. Yeah, nine out of ten. But, again, can't really rate him. Uh, I I did. (laughs) I mean, I did too, nine out of ten. Kimi Raikkonen. What would you give him, Mark? Um, like a five, six. He's he's old. I give him a four. It was not great this season. He had an amazing start. He had two ninth, uh, ninth place finishes like towards the middle of the season, closer yeah. to the end. But again, he's just kind of he's just got his Formula One career on cruise control. Yeah, he's just doing it because he can now, mm-hmm. and like it's a hobby. It's it's exactly what it is for him. It's a hobby. He's one of the best to ever race, in my opinion. Yeah, one of the um, one of the greatest of all time. And no, 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 top ten list. But he's one. He's up there. He's like, I, if he man. was like a third, he's like a thirteen in my in my eyes. A thirteen out of ten, all time. Oh, oh yeah, he's up in there in the top twenty. Yeah, for maybe sure. top fifteen for sure. Yeah. Okay, so he's like a like a five, mm-hmm. but a five in this, yeah. this season. Yeah. Uh, Giovinazzi. I think a five as well, five or six. Just I'm, again, I, I'm going to say five. Yeah. Yeah, we'll give him a five. Just kind of nowhere. Not mm-hmm. a lot to say on him. No. Um. George Russell. Ooh, this one's interesting. I think he got. I think he did so much with that car. Eight out of ten. Yeah, for sure. And that race in Mercedes just goes to show his skill. And you know, of course, 
it's between kind of a seven and eight, but we're gonna go eight. I think if you, mm-hmm. yeah. Mark, I'm sure you agree because he crashed behind the safety car, had a couple of mess ups, couldn't really get the points. But still a sophomore, he's still learning. Exactly, right? and just to go in that Mercedes, a car that doesn't fit you, a car just that you don't kill know. it. Yeah, to have to be like when you're driving the car. To like, outperform Bottas in a car that you don't drive all yeah. the time. And he was like, "Hey Bono, uh, where's the overtake button?" Just shit like that, and still beating. It was unbelievable that that move. I think it's kind of cool that he got Bono. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was cool. sick. Yeah. And just that um, heartbreak for him in that race, but a great season overall. So, oh, yeah. yeah, like an 8 out of 10. All right. Uh, Romain Grosjean. Romain Grosjean with three. Just nowhere. Just yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. He, he, they, That's, I don't even want to talk about him I guess he's. I guess he's in Haas, and they weren't really anywhere, but nothing special, and that's kind of a reason he's not in a seat. Kevin McMagnuson. Same thing, yeah. three, yeah. easy three. Yeah, same place. Kevin Magnussen got one point all season. Yeah. Grosjean got. Two. I mean, hey, uh, that race was crazy, and that was an amazing strategy call by him, and a good race in Hungary when he went to the to the uh, the inters and made those tires last, then went right to the slicks. Was pretty good, so I'd give him like a. But that's not enough to make your season good, so yeah, I think a three as well. Three. Nicholas TV is a one. A one? No, he's like a four. Yeah, get th- a three or four. Yeah, he finished 11th, 17th, 19th, 15th, 19th, 18th, 16th, 11th, retired, 16th, mm-hmm. 14th, 18th, 11th, retired. Yeah, he was, retired, he was, he never beat Russell in Not qualifying, one time. schooled by him. Yeah. So, yeah, but again, he's new, paid driver. Like he's I also not before. George Russell, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of laggards in the sense that they need a couple years because they've been expedited essentially mm-hmm. through the ranks to get to F1. They need a couple years where they're, um, to catch up, and that was evident by Lance Stroll. So, yeah, like a three. Jack Aiken. One race. One race. No points. Not great. No. I it was okay. Yeah. It was first one in the one race ever. Like, Seven out of ten. Yeah. In that, one, in in, that, in, in that race. That's all step, you can give To step in that car late. He's driven the car a lot before, so he knew it really well. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I like him. And the 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 best Fittipaldi to ever race, Pietro <laughs> Fittipaldi. <Yeah. laughs> Two races, again, jumping into that Haas. Four. Yeah. He did 17th and 19th. I guess the first race, I expected a little bit more for him in Abu Dhabi because he came in and he's already had a weekend in the car. He's had a lot of experience in that. He had some experience in that car, but I think to come in, not a ton of experience overall in that car in uh, the secure Grand Prix. I think I got four. Okay. And that is it. And that's that. And that is it. And yeah, we're going to be ranking the. The teams, we could go through them at Mercedes, 10 out of 10, Red Bull. It's hard to rank them because he's like, in my opinion, maybe like an 8 or 9. Yeah, but it's it's hard to know. Ferrari's a 3. It's hard to know what really goes on behind the scenes. McLaren's like an 8. Yeah. Racing Point's a 4 because they stole Mercedes' mm-hmm. car. Renault, I'm going to give a 6. Ferrari's a, a 1 or a 2 or a 3. Alfa is like a, a 5. Alfa Romeo's a 4. Haas is a two, and the only reason I'm giving him two is because I love Gunter Steiner. Mm-hmm. And Williams, I'm going to give them a three because they did a lot of overhauling and changes this season. And sure. that's just like off the top of my head. I didn't really put any thought into that. I just yeah. figured we might I'm as not well. Even, I'm not even going to rank them. I have no idea. Yeah, no. But <laughs> it, it's not like it's not a real ranking. It's more of just like yeah, we're just shooting the shit. Off the seat of her pants. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
But that was so. That's pretty much it for the season. What a season it was! So unpredictable, so hectic. I enjoyed every moment of it, even your Spains and your Russias and your Abu Dhabis that were boring. I it had the highs and the lows. It mixed it up. I never thought I could enjoy a season this much. I enjoyed all of the seasons yeah, I watched. Yeah. But to see that many different winners and that many different podiums, it was pretty great. Scary, like those scary accidents added to that, like just that craziness of the season you had all of these weird things happening like like Vettel just being absolutely just a shit like just being terrible yeah shit the bed this season having those crazy wins winning on three wheels Mm -hmm. winning in with interslicks in turkey what a season it's a season you know as formula one fans will never get forget and it just means that this season has made me appreciate every single race that is on because now I know what life is like without Formula One. Yeah, I when I thought I, I would want, have it, I don't want to be a part of that. Every Australian Grand Prix, every Chinese Grand Prix, every every Monaco Grand Prix, which I'm not a big fan of, even your Russias and those. It was races. sad not to have that this year, just because of the pedigree and yeah. the, the history that comes along with it. Mm. The fact that it's one of your like three Triple Crown races. Like, exactly. No one will win the Triple Crown now. Well, I mean, that's not that's not true. It's no one had the chance to complete it this year. Not yeah. that anyone was in line to complete it. And Alonso's coming back to Formula One. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so before we go, our last segment is our this week in F one, yeah. our TWF one, TWIF one. If you're if you're still listening, thank you very much. Yeah, we're two hours and twelve minutes. The two hour mark. Wow, I told you it'd be. We told you it'd be two to three hours, and it is. Yeah, but yes. Finally, they made the decision. I'm so glad I locked in Perez before that decision was made. But Perez is going to Red Bull. I can't wait. Mark, I cannot wait. Viewers, yeah, it was you're the, listening. Can you wait? Because I can't wait. It was the best choice. It was the best choice for the team. Yeah, I don't have much goal. more to say about it than that. Like, good good call. Yeah. Bringing, uh, keeping Albon as a test and reserve driver. Not a bad idea either. He's pretty smart. He has experience in the car. He has experience in Formula One. He yeah. can develop for 2022. He was probably already helping with that. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited to see Perez in that seat, see the damage he can do. 2021 is going to be exciting, baby. Oh, for sure, for sure, for and sure. It's going to be great. So now, yeah. What he, about the other big thing that happened with the Red Bull team, Mister uh, Yuki Sonoda? I'm super excited about that. The first f- driver in Formula One born in the 21st century, which is insane. Uh, he's our age. Yeah, he's old. I'm I'm older than him. Mm-hmm. Wild. We talked about this a lot on the last podcast, but it wasn't confirmed. No, but we already pretty much knew. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Finally confirmed. Kvyat. Sorry to Bye. see. Sorry to see you go. I'm not. Weird season for him. <laughs> I'm not as sad. He had a few chances. He did have a couple chances, and he has had a pretty good career coming for it's. He is the definition to never give up. But it's time to bring in some new blood, and I'm excited to see what Yuki Tsunoda can do in Formula One. I agree. Represent Japan. Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to it more than I have in a long time. Yeah. But besides, that's pretty much uh, it from this week in F1. Mark, yeah, what else, about do it. you have anything else before we head out? No, I just want to say thank you to you guys for sticking yes, with you. us through this whole season in this two-hour, 15-minute yeah. <laughs> podcast. We appreciate you very much. Um, that's it from us here at the Undercut Podcast. Adam, you got something? That's it from you. I, I also want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, please let us know what you thought of this podcast. Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Did you agree with our opinions? Did you disagree with our opinions did you what did you think of me and marks having a hefty debate if you like that debate you're gonna love our podcast in a couple weeks because it's gonna be that but more intense yeah maybe yeah. our last podcast we might fight yeah we probably will fight I think there'll be some fisticuffs going we'll on afterwards. Record, we, we might be able to go live with this one it'll be insane but 
Uh, yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. And thank you again to Formula One and everyone for an amazing season in Formula One and just putting on that season. You know, back in March when Australia was canceled, I honestly thought it was like the end of the season. It was so sad. Yeah, it was a little scary. But to get F1 back, unbelievable. What a long and brutal year it's been for us. a winding road. And I'm super excited to see what next year brings. And, And now I know if the next year gets canceled, then it's all right because we might get another hectic season of... If more races get canceled next year, we might bring in some new races and it might be like this season. So yep. you never know. But from us at the Undercut Podcast, thank you for listening. We appreciate you so much. Goodbye and see you next week. Ciao. Bye. I just want to cut the mics.